In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. And it's Drake Chess Motherfucking Podcast. Make some noise! He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, Segre, this is your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs Motherfucking Podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it could be, hopefully it's what it should be. This your boy N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ E-F-N. And this is Drink Chance, motherfucking happy hour. Make some noise! <laughs> and first off, before um, uh, we introduce our guests, which we always do, I just want to take a time out to not only recognize where we at, which our people is Lowell's, if you don't see the things that's on the table, that Lowell's is the best pre-rolled smoke in California, in the world, which I like to say. And I also want to big up to the Revolt staff. We recently went to... Um, uh, uh, Global Spin Awards. The Global Spin Global Awards. Global Spin yep. Awards. And we really was. Shout out to Prez. Shout out to Prez. Shout out to uh, Ramon Duke, Sha- Sha- Shaheem Reed, Joel. Power Moves. Um, everybody. And we really, you know, went there and wanted to. We really was impressed with our team and was happy uh, how they 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 uh, executed what they had to do. We wanted to be more involved, right. but I don't feel like that's like a, a complaint out of us. I feel like that was like you know bigging that up that you know we we're, we're proud to do that. But with no further ado, 
When it comes to legendary groups, when we comes to the things that we said we wanted to start and we wanted to big up, we wanted to big up legends. We wanted to big up people who has over 10 years or more continue to do their game. The brother that we standing right now to the left of us, not only a part of a legendary group, legendary movement on his own, legendary hits, legendary albums on their own. These guys are global. When you think of global acts. Bigger than hip hop. It's bigger, bigger than, than hip hop. These guys have done everything. I think they sold 24 million records from a, a place called a Booger Basement somewhere down and then they came and they blew and they just have never returned back. These guys are the epitome of what you call legendary. And right now, to the left of me, I want everybody to stand up and make some noise for my man Prize. For the <laughs> so Prize, um, so before I start, yes. I got I got okay. some gifts. Yes, and I and I seen you. You're very rich. I seen you roll up in the golf. What was that? A rafe? That's a rafe. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Very rich. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, I'm a big, big watch collector. Watch collector. Yeah. Oh shit. So um, don't tell me you gave me. No, I didn't give you a watch. Okay. But, <laughs> but 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 um, I bought you something because mm-hmm. as a watch collector, I like to just kind of like get mm-hmm. people onto. So the next time I see you, mm-hmm. because some people. I've gave people watches before right. and they don't appreciate it. Wow. So, you know what I'm saying? As a connoisseur, you're saying that. As a case, I'm going to throw that out there. In case you ever want to get me right. you know an uh, order feel- or something, you, I'm going to appreciate it. Right. <laughs> but, 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 but I'm a big paddock collector. Paddock, that's, that's so the I bought you. I bought you the elbow. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I got to spend 250000 now, right, Rob? No, no, no. I got you something else, too. So I got you also, if, 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 if uh. you have a watch, it's a watch Ooh. travel padded. Ooh. See what I'm saying? You're a great guy. I don't even know what this is. Right. This is what you put your watch on you when you when travel. Ooh, and, and it keeps clicking. Ooh. No, it don't keep clicking, but you just, it protects your watch. Because some people like to put their watch in the socks. That's a little shit. you're so rich. This is Damn, you so, let's make some noise of him being rich. That was some rich thing of shit right nah, there. Nah, you don't mind. Yeah. I bought my own alkaline water and my blueberry nice. organic juice because I don't Ooh. drink. So oh, okay. Well, we tried to get some baba cool on the table. We tried to get some baba cool in LA. Don't worry about it, man. Yo, but I'm not going to lie. This is the first time, like, I see, like, LA look like Miami right now. Like, you got, you, I see Smitty running around oh, yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> I see Zoe Dollars. I see my homegirl. Zoe's Sam. in the building. Yo, yo, you you, you, you bring the Haitians out. Yo, Haitians You bring the Haitians Big up little Haitians. You tell the Zoe's where to go. You tell the Zoe's where to go. That's what it is. That's what it is. So, Prize, like, um, you know, being in this game, legendary, uh, one of the things that I just saw was Vigo say they were... Uh, it's a they were the most legendary three man group ever, right? And immediately I thought of first I thought of the Foodies, obviously, but then I thought of the Locks, right? Because I said, damn, three man group, maybe they got they a run point. DMC. Well, technically, I don't, I, I don't know if they're going back that far. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going back that far. But say, legendary. When you think of the legendary three people group. Mm. Fuji's have to be the, the number one group. Well, Whether you say accolades or you say just, you know, what do you think? I can't talk about ourselves, but I can tell you, if you ask me who I think is the, to put us aside, I mean, obviously, look, you know, what, Clef, Lauren, right. I mean, these amazing artists, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I never talk about myself, so it's weird for me to talk about, oh, right. we did this, we did Yeah, we sold 20 million records. Yeah, we did right. this, we did Don't that. Don't worry, I'll make you up. Don't worry about it. Yeah, keep it going. But for me, if you ask me who's my favorite three legendary... Hold on. Be careful, Prize. 
Because I don't know where you're going to go on Let this. him be great. Because <laughs> I'm going to let you be great. Where you going with this? Who's your three men? Three three persons. Three persons. Well, three mouths. Yeah. I got to give it to Run DMC. Mm. Oh, that's okay. I mean, but I don't agree with Run DMC because let me tell you why. So you think of two men MCs? I think, I think Run DMC should don't, be don't, a two men. No, no, no. no. Jam Master J is just as instrumental. Just as important as, as anybody fact, else. As a matter of fact, God bless his soul. Rest in peace. When he passed away, yeah. Run DMC was never the same after that, bro. No, I 100% agree with you, but I just can't Their say whole I acknowledge Run DMC as a three-man I, I can group. see why you say that. I see it's like a two-man with the guy in the back. Nah, because JMSJ never really talked. Like when you uh, uh, like when you compare it to the Fugees, or you compare it to Amigos, or you compare. But you, Dre a, to you was a part of NWA, right? And at first he was well, really great talk though. Eventually, I'm saying, but here's he was the thing: a DJ. Here's okay. the X for Public Enemy. This is a great conversation. thing J Master J brought, right? right? If you know the history of hip hop, right? Before Run DMC, you got to remember how the hip hop all started. It, it started off. They've taken little the break part of the R and B records, right? right? Yep. And so you had Grandmaster Flash. They would wear all the costume yeah, and all that. Me. They had the band. J Master J technically was the band. He brought that DJ yeah. element. So he flipped a whole that B boy yeah. style Adidas, no shoelace, all everything. black. Yeah, everything. He shifted the whole. Bro, listen. It's very difficult. To see one artist or group shift the culture. I seen it now, I, I seen Run DMC did it, but I was a kid. Mm. But I seen that shit happen to us personally, mm. the Fuji's. Mm. When we did our first album, because we were stuck between seeing life, you always either want to be the first or the last. You never want to be in the middle. And right. we talking Rough House Columbia days? Rough House Columbia days. Okay, yeah, so on the first album, we were influenced by leaders of new school, mm. Fushnikins. With basic vocabulary. It was that, ah, yeah. last move. Last move. we ain't got yeah. nothing to prove. So we was on that vibe. I'm old right? nigga, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, yeah, It's still a great album, by the way. Yeah, let's go. So when we did the first album, we were on that zone. So we were in the middle, right? So by the time we dropped, we getting towards the end of that cycle. Right. And I'll never forget, man, when I knew we were shot in the head. So Okay, shot in the head meaning. Not literally, but meaning okay, like, like it felt like work. It felt like, yo, we were dead on arrival. Right. The first I, single I still, I'm still not clear. Like okay, okay, so, so the first single <laughs> so we put out. That was good or that was not, that's not good. Oh not good. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, cool. right, so I'm gonna tell you the story. Right, yeah. So we had a first <laughs> single called Boothbop, right? And it was like, ah, all this crazy shit, right? Wait, Boof Bop? Boof Bop. I've never heard of this Exactly. One. I so, thought I was the biggest Fuji yeah. fan. Well, I'm saying so. I'm saying so. So this is the very first album. So remember Columbia? Remember this this um, um, product manager named Thais Harris? I do remember the name, though. Now, she was Nas product okay. manager. Okay. So we, because we were Haitian, you know, they're like, yo, these Haitian kids got goats and all that. So we were like the stepchild. So right, okay. Columbia never really gave us no love. Mm-hmm. But Nas, Illmatic, right. was like that kid in the building, like the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. So by default, Tyrese has to deal with us. And right. she's like, oh man, I gotta deal with these kids and all that. So we go to the radio station, college radio station. Mm. And we're going to play our single. What single was this? The Boothop single. Okay, so, listen, so, so we sitting outside and there's an artist in the studio 
dropping his new single. Is it Big Al? I'm gonna tell you. Hold up, hold up. Okay. Damn, because that's that whole. That's that whole. Right, 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 right. You're in, you're in the zone, but yeah, okay, all right. So I'm sitting there. It's me, Clef, and Lauren and Tyrese, right? And this artist is talking about, yeah, you know, he's talking. This thing. And then he played his record. Right. When I heard the record, I looked at Clef. I said, "Yo, new movie." And clear that mean. With that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I didn't even want to go in the booth to play the record anymore, right? It was your man Buckshot. Sure. Come follow me. Because like, cool. remember, he switched the whole he switched the whole thing back and then Nas came right after that right with Illmatic. Right after that. So we was really right. aggressive and everybody just slowed the shit Laid back. back. Laid back. Yeah, Biggie right. came in. All right. that shit, right? right? So we got this album we got to promote that's Dated. Mm. So the thing, I'm so sorry, because I want the fans to follow what you're saying. When he's saying dated, you're saying that this is music that you recorded. Sonically. You recorded. Sonically, yeah. it's not. It's old. Yeah. It's old. Yeah. Okay, the because, what the fans because the sound and the, the, the vibe. Just died. And this is the first album we're talking about? The first album. Okay, continue. But technically, when had you recorded it? How long before it came out? A year prior to that. Wait, say say your question. No, I'm going back to what you're saying. How long did they record it? Well, yeah, I remember. So think think like this we got signed, whatever year it was that we got signed. Mm -hmm. And so the album didn't drop to like a year and a half, two years later. Which was normal back then. People Which was normal like, back people then. People just, you know, create and drop. Right. So you gotta remember. So now we're coming in the era of Snoop One Eight Seven, right? So we coming in that whole Naughty by Nature's kind of like starting to fade out a little. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you? you guys are from New Jersey, so that was like a comparison at first, right? Was was to Naughty by Nature, correct? I don't know. Because you guys are from Brooklyn, Jersey. Correct? Well, I mean, it was all of us in that area, so it was us, Naughty, this is like Red 93? Man. Wow. Like 93, 94, Red yeah. Man, um, Lords of the Underground. Wow. Lords of the Underground. Latifah. Latifah, yeah. So it was that whole type of, that whole thing, you know what right. I'm saying? But we got caught out there. So we were mm-hmm. like, yo, and the label was like, you guys gonna have to figure this shit out. Right. Like, if this shit doesn't work, it's a rap for you guys. Right. So they're like, go promote the shit. So we knew the album was done. Knew that. So we're like, look, the only thing we got going for ourselves, we're going to put a motherfucking show on. And that's what kept us alive, was the show. Because we know we had Lauren, who could sing anything, some gangster shit, make it sound beautiful. Because auto-tune was not popular back then. So back then, when a person was a singer, they was actually a real singer. Is that what you're getting to, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? I'm getting my Walter Cronkite <laughs> on. Yes. <laughs> no, because it's true, though. Like, yeah, 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 there was no auto-tune back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it was better or not, but right. there was no auto-tune. It was right. kind of like, you sing, you're off-key, okay, sing right. until you back I mean, on you key. You can or you can't. Right. You can or you can't. Right. Right. So... But we knew she was that chick when it came to singing. So we had the band, mm-hmm. and we were just ripping the shows. And, and, and yeah, go ahead. No, no, because that's so amazing. Like, um, I, 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 I recognize, I know you personally, but I, I recognize you from off top from this interview, how humble you are, right? But at the same time, do you know that this Fuji's was probably, that, that was like the greatest, like it was some of the greatest moments in hip hop because of your transition. What I mean by that was, you had like the Queen of England bumping the Fugees at one point. You had like, 
you know, just people who just were supposed to denounce hip hop right. would, would say, I'm fucking with the Fugees. Right. They were, they, they were look, they, like, y'all was almost but, not black, right. like, at one point. It wasn't the queen, with, <laughs> like, it wasn't like, the queen with Princess Diana. Princess, you know, I got it, I got it. Rest in peace. But this is what I'm saying, peace. like, you know. you know how you get, you, you, you almost, like, you get that famous where, like, like certain people like, they ain't black. Like, I'm bugging y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get, certain people get, like, like Michael Jackson. People didn't look at Michael Jackson like he was a, a black yeah, guy. Yeah, I know we transcended. But that's how. international music. That's right. international music. That's right. international right. music. Right. It became like, and then like, you got the black IPs that, that came after that. But right. like, the first people who was, were international success, in my opinion, my humble opinion, was you guys. Yeah, without sure. feeling like it's sold out, and it, without feeling right. like it's sold out yeah. at all, which I think was was a key thing. Yeah, right. we were fortunate. We were very fortunate. I mm. mean, it just the music just spoke to everyone. It wasn't mm. just you know, mm. and it was tough because you know that gangster shit was popping back then. Right. It was like mm-hmm. so you you know as the artist you get caught up like man this is hot and you loving it you know um, you know you see Pac doing this thing Biggie and I used to run with Pac. So I used to be like, man. Talk about whoa, it. Whoa, 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 yeah. You went there, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so you used to run my pocket. That was my man. Okay. Like, I knew, like, I mean, I was with him the night the choir thing happened. Whoa. Yeah. Holy moly, Quacamole. I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, I, was, I feel like you should have told me to sit down. I'm already sitting down, but I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So you were what? Tupac? I, describe, describe your part of that story. So the day before that, I was with Pac. See, Pac, a lot of people don't know, the most ingenious person you'll ever meet. Mm. And, and you know, I, I've been seeing people say they know Pac and all that. Maybe yeah. they do, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm one of those people, I'm more, about a, I'm, I'm more about the mind, right? I like to see how people move strategically. Like, right. Especially like today when I'm seeing certain artists do certain things I see it like one of the people I really respect is Drake because he moved like he's playing yeah. chess, you know. Right. And Pac was like that; he was a ch- masterful chess player. Let me tell you how ill this dude was. One day, Pac calls me and say, "Yo, come come meet me um, at the spot." We was Puff was having a party at Roseland. Mm. Oh, okay. okay, Manhattan. Manhattan. Okay. And so I'm going up there to pick him up. Pick Pac up. Pick Pac up. Facts. He was on 127th Street somewhere in Harlem, right? In New York. In New York Pac City. Pac is a New York nigga, let's be clear. Huh? Pac is a New York yeah, nigga. Let's be clear. Sorry, LA people. The on the West. The on the West. So 127th Street, I go to this building, and I, it's like this orange building, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. It's an actual building. I walk in, and I see this guy walking like... So I'm like, that's some weird shit. Cool. I get to the front desk, and it's like this girl sitting like this, like, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to act like I know this was happening, right? But I know it's some weird shit. I'm not understanding where I'm at. So I say, yeah, I'm here to see. Now, it wasn't under his name. It was under this chick he was staying with uh-huh. name, right? So whatever her name was. So I'm here to see such and such. And she's like, okay, you know, and she does the thing. And so I go in the elevator, and it's like, this guy is like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? I'm thinking, what the fuck is this place I'm at, right? So I get to the apartment. I'm like, yo, Pac, there's some weird shit going up in here, man. 
see motherfucker like this, going through, doing, <laughs> what the fuck, where am I? He said, oh, this is a mental oh. retarded home. Oh, wow. He said, my homegirl works here. So I said, yo, why the fuck you stay here? He said, prize, if niggas come for me, this is the last place they're going to think I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when you think about it, it's some brilliant <laughs> shit. It's some, that's the last place. You ain't going to go to a mental home to look for a nigga. <laughs> That's crazy. You see what I'm saying? I definitely didn't think that's what was in this community. That was it. No, that's it. But that, see, that's, that's where that whole Machiavelli shit is on. Because mm. you know, I don't know if people know what Machiavelli is. Machiavelli faked his death, correct? Faked his death right. to see how his friends really thought about him. Mm. He would go around and say, yo, what you think about Machiavelli? Man, fuck that nigga. That, that. So wow. he saw everybody that wasn't really rocking with him that yeah. act like they was rocking with him when he was alive. Mm. So that's where that whole, because Machiavelli was, was a philosopher. Right. Yeah. So that's so Pac was heavy into that kind of shit. But yeah, so I was with him the night, so the night before that, I got a call <coughs> from, I got a, not a call. At that time, we only had pages. Remember them pages? Pages, yep. Not the two ways. Before the two ways. Before the, way before Straight the two Straight paper. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, Motorola. Straight paper joint. Yeah, yeah, Motorola. yeah. Motorola. I get a text from Wyclef. Mm. Mario Van Peoples had just finished doing this movie called Black Panther. Remember that movie, Black yeah. Panther? Oh, I know. No, from back then? From back then. No, not not the superhero movie. Black Panther. The, the one that had oh, the soundtrack. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, the soundtrack. That okay, came right. Out. Yeah. So he was a fan before we even blew up. So he wanted us to do a track. So Clef was like, yo, you got to come to the studio now in Jersey because we got to deliver this shit by tomorrow if we're going to make the soundtrack. So I told Pac, like, yo, I can't go to the studio with you. Cause he was going there to meet with Jimmy. Mm. Remember Little Sean? Yes, I do. So That's he was going man. in to do a song with Little Sean. Mm. So I said, yo, I'm gonna have to get with you later. Mm-hmm. So I went to Jersey. Jersey. He went to Quad. Wow. And then that whole shit went down. You know, there's another nigga that was there too. Who's that other nigga? See, niggas don't even talk about that other nigga. That, got, that nigga got shot up too. Not Stretch? No, not Stretch. Okay. Another nigga. Who? I forget his name. But it was another nigga there. We gotta remember his name. Probably. Yeah, I, I call my man Haitian <laughs> Jack. Haitian Jack can tell you the story better than I can. Now Haitian Jack is in the Dominican Republic right yeah, now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's okay. where you from? No, I'm from Puerto Rico. Not too far. Are you from? <laughs> man, I know. <laughs> definitely. I know exactly. I'm right. Not too far. No, I thought you was Dominican. No, I'm Puerto Rican. But you know, I never not claim Dominican. You're Dominican. No, because all my friends are Dominican, okay. so I never, you know, it's yeah. cool and it's close to Haiti, and I'm yeah. cool with all my friends is Haitian. So it's just like right. I just, it's, it's all same. I just, I just, just rep this, this shit. But yeah, Jack is in Dominican Republic. Right. Because yeah. um, we get to see the Tupac movie, and we got to see. I never that. saw it. You never seen the Tupac? Uh, movie? How was it? Um, you gotta see it. Okay. Uh. One, you got to see it because it's history. Mm-hmm. I've and, been meaning to see and it. And two, you have to see it because there's different interpretations of people's lives. It's just like right now, Proz, right? You come in, me and you, we see each other. I see you with the Cartier bracelets. Those are very expensive, by the way, people. <laughs> just want to throw that out there with no ice. Very expensive, my people. All right. So he walks in, but now there's certain people who can take this same interview and they can t- t- see a totally different thing. Right. They're not wrong. It's their interpretation. It's their interpretation. Like me and you can have the same view, yeah. but I, you can have a different outlook. Mm-hmm. So for people who really weren't around or really didn't understand hip hop, I recommend you go and watch it. You mm-hmm. know, it's like. 
even the Biggie movie. Like a lot of people don't really salute the Biggie movie as much, but I feel like you should. I, I feel like I saw that. I feel like the best movie is a comp straight out of comp. Straight out of comp. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what I think. But yeah. you know what? The you know what? Movie, the, in my opinion. The, the reason I, I haven't seen it, I've been busy, whatever. But right. I felt like the pop. See, the thing is, when people make when people are trying to make black stories, mm. they like to take this little cookie cutter and think like we can throw everything in this one this like take this hour square peg and put hours. it in a circle right exactly can't do that yeah. the Compton worked perfectly for what it was cause there's a lot of dynamics about it that made it work Dre Q the success that they had it was a movement yeah. that's still relevant that's now right Pac you gonna make a story about Pac you can't do this you gotta go. What makes him tick? Right, there's a lot of that dude to it. is a black panther to the core. This dude red. He studied. So you gotta talk about the man and what made him tick. Cause he was a very complex dude. Yes. Cause one minute he's talking about this revolution and you know talking about black women, and the next minute he's ready to go bust his guns. Uh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Too. He had did, like a dual did, personality. Did you see the new edition um thing? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is gonna make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify has made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What up, Drink Champs Army? It's wine time. You know, First Leaf is the only online wine club that uses your ratings to make personalized wine selections match to your tastes. The more wine you taste and rate, the better they customize your box based on the wines you like. When you sign up with our personal link, you get three pack of introductory wine for only $15, plus free shipping. Where are you going wrong? If you then rate your first three wines, you'll get an extra $10 off your next box of wine. So when it comes to buying wine, most of our choices are made out of habit. We don't remember how we found our favorites. We just know that when we're checking out, we got the same brand, the same bottles, always in our cart. First Leaf is a new online wine club that's putting a stop to boring wine buying by helping you discover your new favorite wines. Every shipment is curated to your taste based on your ratings of the wines. We started by getting, you know, just a couple questions. And we fill out, you know, we answer these questions online and then they kind of just like know us. They know the type of wines, they know our flavor palettes, they know all that stuff. First Leaf created an introductory three pack of wine based for us on our flavor profiles. Best part is you'll get all three for just $5 each. These wines should go for like 20 a piece. When my bottles arrived, I tasted and then rated them online and First Leaf took my ratings and selected new wines based on my taste for my next shipment. Their experts are constantly exploring new wines for me to taste and rate. It's amazing how accurate they are at selecting wines that I love. After rating my first three wines, the next shipment I got was almost perfect. Five out of six wines were spot on. And my shipments are only going to get better the more wines I rate, of course. With First Leaf, you never have to worry about spending money on a bad bottle of wine. They guarantee you'll love the wine you buy or they'll give you your money back. It's just that simple. So try First Leaf Wine Club today, where buying great wine is really simple. Sign up with our personal link and you'll get an exclusive intro offer. It's three bottles of wine for only $15 plus free shipping. That's not all. If you rate three bottles of wine, you'll get an extra $10 off your next box. So just go to tryfirstleaf.com forward slash champs. That's tryfirstleaf.com forward slash champs. T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com forward slash champs phenomenal that's what I, that's what I feel a Tupac movie should have been it should have been a six part series you think so yes because the thing about it is you try to squeeze this man life into three hours yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just it's just not 
possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was an actor. He was a mosaic yeah. artist. He was a fucking, you know, he, he was so much different things. He was a lover. He was a he was a gangster. Right, right. He was yeah. a he, he had was different a black, phases. He, he was a digital a, underground uh, phase. Uh, and he you had, know, so he you, the revolutionary. You have to show that. That's like you can't just put it into like it's just like it's like Wu Tang right now. Like um, I was speaking to one of my great friends, Ray Kwan, and he's and he's like, yeah, I think we um. We're going through the, the Wu-Tang vibe. And I'm like, yo, I think y'all got to do a six-movie deal. Yeah. Mm. Like, Dude, that's like, all like the way they did their real But they did a new audition, but movie style. But I'm saying, the way they did their music deal, this is the way they should do ODB their movie deal. deserves a movie right. by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. think about that, Prize. You've you've encountered ODB. Just give us your uh, ODB story. <laughs> All right, look, 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 look. Let's make some noise in his face, goddammit. You already know this is some beautiful shit about the cop gang. Yeah. You remember that studio Enterprise? Uh, in L.A. In L.A., yes. In L.A., yes. Yeah. So. I did I'm Leaving There. I recorded I'm Leaving oh, There. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Enterprise, yes. So I'm recording Ghetto Superstar at the time, right? Ghetto Superstar. Yeah. My, my, I'm gonna tell you, Maya fronted on me. I'm gonna tell you, she fronted on me. But I'm gonna tell you later. Okay. You gotta get your story out yeah. first. This is very moral point. Go ahead, let's go. So, I'm in the studio, mm-hmm. and I'm writing to this shit, mm-hmm. and so the music's playing in the background. And then, O'Dirty come walking in with his crew. But you invited O'Dirty, correct? No, I have never met him. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, time out, stop. <laughs> wait, 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 so he wasn't supposed to be on the song originally, then? Yeah, Yo, you gotta listen to the story. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what we were Let's go. This is crazy. Yeah. So, O'Dirty come walking in the studio. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, peace to the God, what's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he look at his man, who are these niggas in, right? <laughs> so, I'm like. Mind you, this is after you sold 20. Yeah. 28 million. I'm, like, but my, I'm thinking like, that's my session, right? <laughs> hey, he's the your session. Yeah, yeah, so he. Asking who you are. Right, right. Okay. So his man's like, I don't know. So his man go to, my role manager like, yo, what's this nigga doing in our session? So we're like, no, 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 it's our session. Yeah. And old dude is like, I, get, I, I, I hate what Unique keep doing this shit. You know, they keep fucking up my, my, my rooms. So I'm like, Unique? You need the studio in, a, in, in New York, York City? Because <laughs> you got to remember, to go to Unique, you got to get in the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much quiet. Enterprise, you just walk straight in. So I'm trying to figure out How he what the fuck is he on to not know he's in California, not in New York, right? So we're going back and forth, we're going back and forth. Then finally they realize, oh, we're in the wrong session in the wrong studio. I think you're supposed to be at um, um, Record Plant, right? Mm-hmm. So as the nigga about to leave, he goes, Yo, what's that? He was like, what's what? He said, what's that music in the background? So it was just the instrumental. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, some shit I'm working on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to get on that. So it was like, I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, you can't really, you can't get, like, and Clef was like, man, he said this to me, Curl. He said, man, just let that nigga do any bullshit and we're going to erase this shit. Right? <laughs> this is what I did fun. This is my same fun story. Go ahead, continue. So, all right, so he asked me what the record's about, so I'm telling him, I, uh, so he goes, all right, cool. So we're sitting there waiting for him to do his shit. So the music is playing in like 10 minutes. He's like, all right, I'm ready. So now I ain't seen him write anything, so I'm like, what the, okay. So he goes in the studio and the beat is playing 
and all we hear is, huh? Yeah. So we have that. Say. How does it? Well. Look at this nigga like, what the fuck? Right? So then he says, give me another track. And he goes, you hear it? Zip, zip, zip. Yeah. And then he do that shit, he does it in. So I'm sitting here, we're looking at the club like, this nigga is crazy, right? <laughs> then he said, give me another track. And he's laying words, but by pieces. pieces. That's crazy. On the fourth track, it was everything that you hear currently right now. So he did it backwards. Ooh, that's genius. <laughs> Yo, I've never heard of that. He did I've it backwards. I've never heard of that. That's crazy. He was doing it by syllable? No, so you know how like, okay, you do your vocal. First you lay your verse. Right, and then you do the And then you do your band. Yeah, so you two he did the ad-libs? He did the, the ad-libs first. That's, oh, that's what we didn't know what crazy. the fuck he was doing. I've never heard of that. That's what we was like, yo, what the fuck? I've never and heard of that. On the fourth <laughs> track is when he laid the whole Has your verse. engineer, experienced engineer, have you ever heard a person lay their doubles and their ad-libs prior to laying their verse? Yo, I've never heard of that. That's, that's crazy. like, yo, it just fell in pocket like just... Yo, rest in peace, old dirty man. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, so my, that's my old dirty story. So, um, so now you guys, this this record comes out. It was obviously recorded, not I don't want to say by accident, but like you know, with the gutter superstar. Yeah, superstar. That was accident. 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 On okay. old dirty part. Cause okay. I never, I knew Wu Tang obviously, and we did a couple shows with them in the past. See, but right. Wu Tang and the Fugees, we didn't become cool to. Yeah, because then y'all had like, had a beat. problem? Yeah, yeah we, we had some beef. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, explain that. I don't really know. I just want to tell you. Because you know, back in the days, they used to just put artists together from different layers. Because I remember Akineli and ODB had beef, and it was on a Fuji show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just some weird shit, man. You know, we had a band, <laughs> right. and we were trying to get into this place, and, you know, Wu-Tang was super hot. We weren't really right. too, we only had that Mona Lisa record, mm. so we were semi-hot, you know? Mm. And but we had a band. So, so, so the people in my band were ex gangster yeah. niggas, right? <laughs> so they felt like, man, fuck this shit. And Lutein rolled deep, you know, the right. killer bees and all that. And it was just some riff happened, some bullshit. But obviously, we became cool afterwards, right? So mm. when Old Dirty Bastard came in the session, I didn't know. I never met him prior to that. Right. Wow. You know? And then wow. it just became cool. And that was for the soundtrack of that movie, right? Bullsworth. Bullsworth, yeah, Bullsworth. Bullsworth. Yeah. So how did Maya become a part of that record? So. Jimmy Iovine, you know Jimmy Iovine. Of course, of course. Big, big up to the... Big yeah, big up to Jimmy Iovine. He calls me and tells me that... Because I was trying to get Monica or Brandy on the record. Oh, wow. But they had that record, The Boy Is Mine. Um, the Boy Is Mine, with right. Brandy and Monica. Uh, right. Okay. And Craig Cameron wasn't trying to clear Brandy. Uh, Craig Cameron at Atlantic Records. At Atlanta He's still at Atlantic Records. Records. Big him up. Yeah, big up to Craig. Mm-hmm. So, Jimmy calls me one day, I'll never forget this. He Do said, you have an impression of Jimmy? You know what, Prize? <laughs> <laughs> we love impressions of CEOs, please. Uh, it's a bad impression. But anyway, they go, I got this incredible girl. I think she'd be great for the record. Mm. So he sent me, at that time with CDs, he sent me a CD, FedEx me a CD. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving my Ferrari and I'm playing this girl and I'm like, I don't get it. Because right. you know? it was R&B. 
I don't really get, I didn't get that kind of R&B. You know, R&B for me, I'm into the old school R&B, Gladys Knight, Marvin Gaye. Mm. Temptation. Temptation, that's the R&B. So that mm. nouveau R&B at that time, mm. I didn't get it. Mm. So, but then my manager was like, cause my manager used to manage Jimmy Iovine when he was a producer right before he started Interscope Records. Cause right. Jimmy Iovine was gonna sign the Fugees. That's how I know Jimmy Iovine. He just said that mad nonchalant. Like, come on, you gotta relax. Hold on, did he just say his manager used to manage Jimmy yeah. Iovine? So I, I was there when Jimmy started Interscope. Get the fuck Because the Fuji's almost Holy went God. with Jimmy. I'm getting so schooled right now. Like, right now, I'm like, I'm enjoy like, this, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> Continue. So, 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 um. Because I have no idea of this shit. Yeah, you know, I, Jimmy used to be a producer. I know that. I know that. I've seen Defiant once. Oh, I never on seen HBO. that. But, yeah, oh, HBO. But he used to be yeah. a producer. Okay. And so he started. And then he was an engineer as well. He was an engineer. Yeah. Exactly. Then he started his label with, um, Geffen. Ted Phils. It was it Geffen? No, Ted Phils. Okay. Ted Phils was the billionaire guy. Mm-hmm. That is CNN, no? No, 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 no. that's Ted Turner. Yeah, yeah, Ted Turner, mm-hmm. right. So anyway, so they started Interscope, and I think one of the first artists they signed was Pop. Yeah. So Jimmy wanted to sign the Fugees. That's why he signed Black Eyed Peas, too. We said So we went with, I, I felt like Rough House would have been the best choice for us. So I made it, matter of fact, they gave us the least amount of money. Rough House only gave us a buck 25. Jimmy wanted to give us 600 at that time. Wow. You talking about back when they weren't like, wow. you know what I'm saying? So anyway, we were, so so Jimmy called me and he and, and um, my manager, David Sonnenberg, was like, I think you should, you may want to put her on the Ghetto Superstar. She looks okay because if you put her on there, he's more opt to spend mm. more money. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Because I said, I can't get yeah, any one of the chicks anyway. Because it's either you get super hot chick or you get one of his artists. Mm. So I put Maya on it mm. and the rest is history like they say. Get up, superstar. Sound just like her. <laughs> oh, look, I, yeah, you want me to hear the story? Maya fronted on me. It was, it was so awesome. Like, I like, I like, you know, the crazy thing about me is I like getting fronted on. Like, <laughs> like I actually do. I'm going to be honest with you because I'm like, oh, that's hard. Like, I'm like, oh, that's hard. So look, let me just tell you what happened. <laughs> Belly soundtrack. Mm. Belly soundtrack happens, right? So I'm hot. Wait, Quan and me do a record. Please Google this record has right now. Maya featuring Nori and Raekwon. I have no idea what this record is. I don't remember. Mm. I'm just, you know. But what it was was the video got held up. Right, so we go to the, I go to the video, and they're like, "Yo, um, you know, Ray's not gonna shoot his part." Moving out, moving out. So they, the original was with Silk the Shocker, correct? Can you Google that part too? I just want to make sure I'm on point. Silk the Shocker. Yeah, because yeah, the original was with Silk the Shocker. This is the Belly soundtrack. This is the Belly soundtrack. My God, right? So I'm talking about I'm platinum at the time. Like right. you know, I'm the man. So they hit me, and the guy's name was Hakeem Islam. Oh, I know Hak. You know Hak? Yo, listen, I remember I read, people I, in front of I, I, me. I Trust know where you're me. going with that. I Trust know going me, with that. I remember his first and last name. Right. So he comes to me, and he's like, and I'm the guy at the time. So he's like, yo, I want you on, you know, this new chick, Maya's record. So I was like, I bet. I'm not sure if it was before Ghetto Superstar or not. But I just did it, right? And then we go, I go to the actual video, 
when I go to the video, they're like, yo, we can't film the video right now. So I'm like, yo, what's going on? I had never knew that people actually charged the extra fee for a video, right? I didn't know this shit, right? So they're like, yo, Wade Kwan ain't coming on set till he gets an extra such and such. A bag. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't remember what it was, but even if I did, I wouldn't say it. So I'm like, oh, word, and me, I'm the, I'm the new humble kid. Nice. I don't even give a fuck. Right. I'm just like, can we film? I want to leave. <laughs> and and I stood there. I didn't ask for no money. I did. Raekwon stood his ground, came, stood, and he explained to me. He said, listen, listen, my dude, you know, this is what we do. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm the guy that actually did it. So a year later, I called and I was like, yo, I want Maya on the record. Yeah. And I said, yo, we not going in that direction right now. Wow. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, yo, my nigga. And that's exactly how I reacted. I laughed in his face like, for real? Like, I'm the chosen one. You're fucking up. It's <laughs> cool. Gave him a, uh, a really? five. And I just, yeah, I just, I never, and I blamed Maya, but I never... Actually, think it was her. I think it was Hakeem. Probably it's was Hakeem. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. I just be being petty. Bringing this all up and just throwing it out there. Oh, dirty. But it's the one hundred percent the truth. Oh, dirty. The same thing too. Forget a superstar. Get out of here. Oh, he so, was, so and, he, and when he asked for his bag, it's not oh, send me a wire transfer. Cash. 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 That's how he mm. came up with that record. Um. Oh baby, um, 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 um baby, get, give me some money. So don't you worry. He told. Dirty. I don't want to say her name. If you know who she is, I ain't gonna say her name. But the label head at the time, he was like, I'm not so doing. Anything. He said, I'm not doing anything until I get a bag. <laughs> and that's how the record came about. Mm-hmm. Da da da. <laughs> Yo, he stayed getting back. <laughs> we was on the set. He like, I ain't shooting till you give me a bag. <laughs> Jimmy had to bring a bag. Wow, cash. Wow, yeah, I was a so real, naive. And when I say bag, I ain't talking about like ten racks or anything like that. Like a yeah. bag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They was getting. Listen, I was so naive to that shit. Like I just. I just wanted to connect with other artists. <laughs> like I was just cool. I was like, you meant well. I definitely meant well. But Ray looked at me and was like, "Listen, young young man, young man, get that, <laughs> Yo, get, get get that, that bag. bag, go get that." So now, you guys, right? Mm. What what is the most shocking thing of the accolades that you you you, you guys ever had? Like, what was the most like, wow, I did this. I can't believe that. What do you mean? Um, like, like in 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 the, the, your accomplishment, anything you did, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did I'm, you get with Bill Clinton one time? I don't know. I feel like you did. What Bill Clinton? Yeah, yeah. I feel like. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I know, I know Bill all that. <laughs> but, 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 but. Space and Rose and Flight. Like, yeah, I know Bill. <laughs> God damn it! No. I think the craziest thing was Princess Diana. Let's break that down. Bro. So I used to, when we were in England, because England, so in, in, in England at that time, and I think we still probably in the top three, top four, but mm-hmm. we were second as far as like biggest selling American artists behind Michael Jackson mm-hmm. at that time, right? Mm-hmm. So I used to fuck around. Every time I go to England, I'm doing some interview radio, I'm mm-hmm. shouting out Princess Diana. Like, yo, I want to run the video, take mm-hmm. you out to dinner, you know? So the hotel I used to stay at is called Royal Garden and the Buckingham Palace is literally across the lawn. And she used to come to Royal, the Royal Garden 
to um, work out. Okay. I've never seen her, but people would say, oh, she comes here all the time, whatever, right? By herself, type of, you know, just cool out shit, whatever. So I'm shouting her out, shouting her out, shouting her out. And one day we did a concert. I don't know if Spice Girls was on that show, but it was like a big type of stadium, whatever. And she came backstage, because I I was trying to get her to do a video. She came you back. You ain't had snap back then. You would have had, had it on the ground. You would have had it on the ground. You would have had it on the ground. Yeah. But she came backstage, yo, and she gave me a nice little letter, you know, declining being on the, um, in the video. video. Uh-huh. But she like, I'm a big fan. I love your guys' music, which I represent. The whole refugee movement, you know, in Haiti. And, you know, we're trying to do, you know, because, you know, England colonized Jamaica. Oh, so, yeah. so she, you know, and she was like, well, you know, we always wanted to work and with Haiti. French colonized Haiti. Haiti, right. right. Okay. She was like, we always wanted to work with Haiti, but mm-hmm. we love what you're doing, and maybe sometime in the future I can go down to Haiti and visit. Right. I, like, I'm just kicking it with her, and she gave me this letter. I'm like, God damn, this princess That's Diana. Crazy. You know, I was trying yeah. to kick it to her, you know, like real subtle, like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you could give me your number, you know. <laughs> but still, she came backstage and gave me a letter, you know, so. I was excited for me. That's that was dope. Good. I just seen recently um, Cardi B got a letter from Bono. I guess that's what rich people do. They write letters. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. Like, that's hard. <laughs> yeah. I ain't get a letter from nobody, bro. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> like this. No, did I, I got a couple of letters. I don't remember. I've just been so high. But you know what it is? It's just, <laughs> see, the thing is this. You got to remember, like, mm-hmm. I grew up in an era where it was not cool to be Haitian. Like, I know niggas that used to act like they from Paris or Jamaica? From, from Jamaica yeah. or from fucking Montreal. But wow. it was never Haiti. So I come from that era. Wow. And so to see that, yo, this music has gotten to the level where people having now different interests in Haiti and Haitians. That's a beautiful thing, bro. That's, Man. to me, that's my, because, bro, I remember when AIDS first came out, it was like it came from Haitians. You said, you, you said eggs. Oh, I thought you said eggs. I no, was like, eggs, for real? Your niggas made eggs? No, 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 eggs. 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 They were like, eggs. it came, it came oh, from a woman. It came right. from a right. Haitian woman. Right. So you got to remember, as a kid, I'm seeing this. I'm like, yo, why they... Oh, so you saying that's the reason why when, when Cypher Sounds has said something, that's the reason why the Haitian community had went down yeah. on him. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know what you just said. That um, I didn't know they went down to Cypher Sounds. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, no, man, yo, listen, because... So you gotta remember, now there's a lot of Haitians right now that don't know the the battlefields the and all the struggle we went through. Mm. You know, like, and I've never denied me being Haitian, but see, I had an advantage because I was born here, and so growing up, my mom always gave me like the latest shit. So I would have the Quarterville, remember the Goose. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have all that. So I was very Americanized, even though I had the Haitian culture with me. So I wasn't one of them Haitian kids that couldn't go to school for like a month at a time. Right? It was a time. And then if you in Brooklyn, that's a whole Erasmus Hall, all them different schools, you couldn't go. So to see everybody on this Haitian vibe when the Fugees came to me, that that meant, because that's what I'm about. Like, I'm I'm about the culture. You know, mm-hmm. okay. It's beautiful, right? Who there, don't want right? the accolades? Yeah, you want the cars, you want the money, you want all that. But I got all that. I mean, you know, uh, I, we after a while, that doesn't become important anymore. You always right. want to get paid, you know, money and live a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But after a while, you like. But also, we started at a very young age, 
because my first money I made in the game, I was 14. I got $25,000 to do something stupid. Damn, I've been hustling wrong. This nigga got $25,000 at 14. God damn it. Make some noise for a good, good motherfucker right here. Man. Okay, continue, continue. No, but, but so you know what I'm saying. So it's always you know our mission was, yo, we gonna do this for Haiti, for Haitians. That was always been from. That's why from jump we let the world know we were Haitian. It wasn't like after we popped off. Oh, they happened to be Haitian. Right, yeah. The whole theme was that's what Fuji stand for. Refugees. You just take the we just took the R E yep. out. Mm. Meaning like we represent. Haiti and everybody who feel like they're a refugee, whether you're Jamaican, you're Puerto Rican, you're African, yeah. whatever the fuck you claim, right. we representing that. So now, you did a documentary. Mm-hmm. What, what was the name of the documentary? Skid Row. Skid Row. It was actually named Skid Row? Yeah. And I was, you know, talking to a couple of brothers earlier, and I was like, yo, did you guys see the... the, the and they thought that this was a myth. They don't think that this is real. No, like, it's real. Explain this documentary for the people who don't know. So my man, funny, Nas was supposed to, well, my man was talking to Nas to do this. So wow. basically, in California, there's a section called Skid Row, downtown LA. Yes. It's the highest population of homelessness in America. Mm-hmm. So in a 10, 12 block radius, there's about 40,000 people that live on the streets. In a 10 block radius, 40,000. 40,000. It's been right. like that for it's a long like time. Well, they're trying to push them out now because they're building right. downtown, LA Live, all that, right? right. So I remember when, when I did the documentary, there were no LA Live. Right. Now, right. what is LA Live? That's like a club? No, LA Live, the area where yeah, you got Stable Center, downtown, yeah. downtown oh, okay. LA. That's called LA Live? Yeah, with the, with the movie theaters. You okay. know, they just cleaned it up. Everything. Okay. You know. Continue, bro. So, my man comes to me and said, Yo, I was trying to get Nas to do this documentary. I said, What is it? Basically, he wanted to do a social experiment. You go live downtown on the streets for 10 days straight. No access to phones, nothing. You just gotta survive. You get ten dollars, you gotta figure this shit out. Ten dollars a day or ten dollars? No, ten dollars for, for the whole duration. One dollar a day, right? So I was like, "Fuck it, let me do it." So what they had to wait, do- wait, wait, come on, prize. You had you, you ain't just say, "Fuck it, let me do it." You had to think about this. Nah, I was just like, for I, real, like, come on, but bro, listen, prize. You ate caviar. Before. Hey, yo, my dude, let me say something. <laughs> let me ask you something. <laughs> I've, I've been kidnapped in Somalia. I've in been Angola? to. You've I've been, been to North Angola? Korea. Well, I've been to Iraq. I've they been, kidnapped you in Angola. No, but in Somalia, I got kidnapped by the pirates. Um, that this is not Rakimio, right? This is not the promoter Rakimio. Who's that? That's a promoter. He's from Angola. No, I said Somalia. <laughs> Somalia. Oh, okay. I'm just thinking. You know, you know, like, that's yeah. Africa, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know what Black Hawk yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Hawk down. Captain Phillips. Yeah. yeah. You know those guys in Captain Phillips? Don't tell me you He's like, I interviewed one of them. Keep the fuck out of it. No bullshit. I mean, the then, real then, one. The real one. Come on, Not man. The the we're talking about the real one, man. <laughs> right. it, was, it was four of them. I interviewed two of them. Well, one of them I interviewed, but it was two of them together. What? I was supposed to go with them that day to just shoot them how they go do their shit. And that's the day they hijacked the ship. Captain Phillips. This nigga I was in Somalia then for that. This nigga prize is yeah. This I'm nigga, you this shit nigga is like, oh, so you got kidnapped during that filming. We got kidnapped like, during that filming. No, continue, bro. Yeah, so anyway, mm. what the fuck was I saying? Captain Phillips in the mix. I still want to know how you got out of that kidnapping. <laughs> no, we were talking about something else before that. Um, and no, Somalia, you were saying. No, before I got, I, before I said I got kidnapped. No, you're going about the movie. Oh, the oh, Skid Row. Skid Row. So anyway, so. 
Skid Row, I went downtown. Right. I had a hidden camera on me because you can't have cameras in Skid Row. They will murder you. Can you explain why you can't have because cameras? people feel like you're trying to exploit, exploit them okay. and use them as a guinea pig. Right. So I had to immerse myself in that world. And so there's mentally to, deranged people right. there too that will go off on you. Well, they're not really deranged, but that's a whole different thing. So I had a hidden camera on me, and we had cameras, two cameras in the vans to right. shoot from the van. So you can hear what I'm saying, you can see it from the hidden camera, and then you had the vans to give you the different angles. I slept on the sidewalk for 10 days straight. It rained, rats came in my tent. I begged for money. I defecated on the sidewalk. It was pure trying to survive as a human being because I had access to nothing. 10 days straight. That must have changed you. I've never been speechless like this before. It it literally changed. You know why it changed my life? Go there. So when you homeless, right? So what's interesting when you look at the stats. Please, please for, remember your thought, but I just want people to, to to understand that this was your choice. Yeah, this was my choice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah please. <laughs> it was my choice, you know, as a social experiment. All right. So only 25 to 30 percent of the people who are homeless or what they call chronicle homeless, meaning that they need some form of help or assistance from the government or from mental institution. Yeah. 25 to 30%. The 70% are regular folks like us who just lost their job, don't right. have a family right. member to go to or whatever, and they go down there to just trying to figure the situation out. That's, those numbers are staggering because you yeah. would think it's 70% who More are- mentally ill. Right. 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 So anyway, but what the part that changed my life, so once I got down there, I had to figure out what my hustle was going to be because obviously I can't survive in 10 hours, right? right? So people have different hustles. Some of them, they, they go collect pallets. You know them things that they put? With the wood. You know the pallet? The wood oh, that yeah. you put products on Boxes, when the machine yeah. goes pick up yeah. and trucks they put in the... You don't know what a they pallet is? They put in containers. Nah, what, this is what they ship stuff like on. I was into shooting, so I don't know what okay. the hell that is. I'm sorry, let's keep going. All right, anyway. Go ahead. You get $10 for every pallet you bring back to the warehouse, right? Okay. The big wood So thing, you're recycling right? pallets. Or you can go get cans. I had a tent. Right. Okay. I had a tent. You could rent out your tent. I didn't want homeless motherfuckers living in my tent, mm-hmm. right? I was still kind of bougie, even yeah. though I was homeless. <laughs> right? <Yes>. right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is a private tent, right? It's a private tent. <laughs> Fuck that, right? No something. It's a sweet tent. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided the best thing to do is panhandling. You know what panhandling is? That's when you go and beg for money. Right. So I went to this intersection downtown where all the cars are coming off the highway because I know it's traffic. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to panel for money. So it's real simple. Excuse me. So you have any um, money, um, money to spare? Or you have any change? Any change? No, I didn't do a sign. I would go okay. to the window, right? Okay. So I need a sign, bro. I didn't want to go that deep, you man. Because okay. but I'm gonna tell you what fucked me up. Okay. So I'm getting some money. So the first day in two hours, I made like thirty five dollars. So I was like, yo, this is the ill hustle right here for me. Uh-huh. I got this shit down pat. Because it's always like, <laughs> you got to smile. Excuse me, yeah. can you spare the change? Yeah. You know, women love that shit, right? <laughs> oh, come on. So there's no way, like, yo, that's wild. There's no way. No, but I remember, I had a full, my, I had my full bit on. Okay. I had a hoodie on. So I look, okay. I straight up look homeless. Okay. Right? Okay. Only thing 
That, yeah. I remember this one lady was like, your teeth kind of white to be homeless, but <laughs> that was it, right? So she said, I'm, I'm new. Right, I'm new, I'm, I'm new, new to this shit. <laughs> but what was ill, so one day, right, there's this guy comes up, and I, and I try to like, target certain people, like if you got a nice car, I figure like you can spare a little bit more money, whatever, right? Mm. So there's this dude that came up from the highway, red light, and he, it was a GT, Bentley. Mm. I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to get with this guy. So, and I don't like to touch people's car, you know, I just kind of like trying to make you notice that I'm there, right? And he's focused, he's just looking straight ahead, right? And I'm trying to get his attention, right? And he's just like <coughs> bopping his head and not paying any attention to it. Now, mind you, because I have a, um, a hidden <coughs> camera on, I also have an earpiece on, so the people in the van, if they have to warn me for something, they can tell me, the director, right. whatever, right? The director goes to me, Yo, are you listening to what he's listening to right now? Mm. Mm. So I wasn't even paying attention, and then I just kind of like stop, and I'm listening, and he's bopping to ready or not. Ready or not, right? Ready or not, right? It brought me to a fucked up spot. Why? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. All right, we're going to keep it all the way real right here. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. Might have been around 31 for me. Thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. It's done. It's gone. It's out of here. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost, right? Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? You getting that, that, that Sergeant Slaughter haircut? Any bald spots yet? How will you feel a year from now if it's business as usual up there and you ain't doing nothing about it? I'm asking you, do you want a bald spot to pop up or do you want to do something about it first? Do you want your hairline to recede or do you want to do something about it first? Why do guys turn to weird, crazy shit and, and, and when there's just medicine and science that can help you with this? 4hims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and other wellness things for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional now. You don't have to go bald unless you just, this your style. Hims connects you with the real doctors and medical great solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help keep your hair. Keep that motherfucker. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. I know it, man. My boy Eddie's always getting these gas station supplements. And yeah, I'm talking about Eddie the Ass Eater. Prescription solutions backed by science. Real science. No waiting room. No awkward doctor visits. Save hours by going to 4 It's easy. Answer a few quick questions. Doctor will review and can prescribe you. Products are shipped directly to your door. I wasn't a believer. But like I mentioned, Eddie Giggs used to get all his supplements from the gas station. I mean, seriously. And then now he got with the program. You know, our listeners right now get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today right now while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go for hymns.com forward slash drink. That's for hymns.com forward slash drink. F O R H I M S dot com forward slash D R I N K. For hymns.com forward slash drink. Because even though I knew I'm doing a social experiment. The interaction is real time. Right. Yeah. In his mind, I'm this bum motherfucker trying to get money from him. If he knew it was me, he probably would have had a different conversation with me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Open so the right there, your emotion, how you feel, is real. Like, damn. I'm home. Even though I'm not really homeless, but I'm homeless at that moment. Mm-hmm. Right. You see what I'm saying, too? It just, because it goes to show you how, you at the end of the day, I just saw the Chris Rock. Um, did you see the Chris Rock stand up? Uh, which one? The new one. The Netflix joint? Netflix joint. Oh, damn, I ain't seen that. Uh, you guys see it. It's funny. Okay. But he says something. He's telling a joke, but it's some real shit. Right. At the end of the day, nobody gives a fuck about you. 
The world don't give a motherfucking two shit about you. And my dad used to always tell me one thing, and I never understood what it meant to let on. He says, son, you never want people to abuse you, but at the same time, you always want to be used. Because if a motherfucker can't use you, you effectively useless. Mm. So you always want to be used. And it made sense because if nobody has any value for you, they're not going to fuck with you. It's a fucking cold, cold world. Bundle the fuck up. This was deep. I'm speechless. Keep going. I'm just saying. 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 Girls, oh, oh my God, man! At this time, I want to bring all the Haitian people over here. Just all my Haitian, Haitian staff, staff, please, oh, all my Haitians over here. Smitty, come on, Smitty. Zoe, where's Zoe at? Where's Zoe? Zoe, No, that's a be- that's a beautiful thing because me hearing you, you know, speaking about. Um, you know, repping Haitian people. I know. Get a chair, baby. Get a chair. And hearing that. And to hear like people just come out and support you like this. You know, she's doing her thing on Love and Hip Hop right now. Congratulations. Every Monday we watch you. And the crazy thing is I know you. Um, like I met you prior to that. Yeah. And your heart is so pure. So for me, like seeing you like, you know, on uh, Love and Hip Hop and, you know, Showing that that pure heart of yours, because we you. already know you can sing and you, you, you're a talent and all that. But yeah. that that's dope, and I want I want to big you up. Let's make some Thank noise. You. Let's make some I appreciate noise. That. And Smitty, and Smitty, let's stop. You know why, Smitty? Because you're one of those guys that was in the industry and you kind of fell back, and you kind of like didn't care that you fell back. Um, I had a gift. My mm-hmm. gift was writing. Mm. And the industry convinced me that being a star was better. Mm. So I ran with it. Mm. And when that hit me in the face, I was like, why didn't you stay with your gift? That's how you made your money. Mm. So y'all can have it. Let's write some records. Mm. That's mm. my man. It was a good run, though. I loved it. I loved uh, it. A lot of yeah. alcohol and uh, money. Uh, yeah, I mean. A couple with, bitches. You know, nah, I'm trying to get the studio on. Uh, 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 stop, stop. Good shit, though. And what's your name, sis, right there? My what's name is Candace. Candace, come on. Yes. Let's talk, talk to the mic. Okay, what's Candace. up, what's up, y'all? Okay. Um, I just. So, Go ahead. No, I, was, I feel like I should like Go just for it. do yeah, it. So Candace is um, mm-hmm. a Haitian Cuban mm-hmm. artist based out oh, of Haitian Miami. Yes. And she's one of the illest dancers, but yet yeah, she's like ridiculously talented. She's a huge social influencer mm-hmm. in the community, and yeah. Yeah. I like that. Lady represent thick, bro. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it, she yeah. said in, in, influencer. That felt yes. like a Nori language right there. No, I like she is. that. She that is. is what dope. do you have, like almost a million followers? Like, know, she's dope. dope. Yeah, yeah, she's dope. That's no surprise. How do you feel, like, you know, what you said earlier? You said, um, like, it wasn't, like, cool at one point growing up, like, to be Haitian. And you see these people right here, mm-hmm. successful people, and trying to be even more successful and repping that Haitian flag mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. How, how, how does it feel? Come on, man. Listen, you know, without getting deep into it, it, you always feel good because at one point it wasn't like that. Right. And when you when you know the history, the Haitian history, 
Listen, man, we help free the Greeks, mm-hmm. South America. Mm. We help America with the Louisiana Purchase, 21 states, because we defeated Napoleon. Mm. You know what I'm saying, too? Like, we, we just, Haitian discovered Chicago. Mm. The city that Obama repped, we mm. discovered that. You see mm. what I'm saying, too? So the history is great. So, yo, we want to put the shit out there. Mm. So when I'm seeing, you know, this generation doing what they doing, mm-hmm. it's beautiful, you know what I mean? Right. The shit is spreading. Listen. Right. I don't tell motherfuckers I'm black. I say I'm Haitian. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got the pig socks on. That's what I'm saying. That's Haitian shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't tell I'm Haitian. Yeah. But real quick, Norris, see, my thing was though for me, which a lot of people don't know, and this was a, a big confusion about me when I came up in my in my run. Uh-huh. I'm not Haitian. Mm. I'm I'm a lot like you. I'm Bahamian, Haitian descent, American. Mm. I was the first. I won't say the first because it's artists before me. You got Red Eyes. You got a lot of other guys like that. Yeah, Zopan, but Zopan, I was the first in a major situation to say my hood is Lil Haiti. Mm-hmm. So right. see, I was I was putting Lil Haiti or trying to put it on my back at the time, but the, the world didn't understand. Just from because you're from Lil Haiti doesn't mean you're Haitian. It's mm. Dominicans. It's mm. Bahamians. Like you could be Spanish, right? You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people didn't know that dichotomy, and I didn't really like. Hold on, talking about using big words. That oh, nigga said dichotomy. And I was home. I respect that. Jay told me to read. Jay said dichotomy. I gotta look that so up. So for me, it was it was it was confusing because you'd have people that was championing me as I'm representing the Haitian culture. Was that that's my bloodline? I'm talking about Felicia, Saint Remy's, like all that. That's uh-huh. me, you know what I mean? As well uh-huh. as Nassau Freeport, as well as my American side. Mm. And if you're from Lil Haiti, you understand what I, mm. what, where I'm from. Mm. You know what I mean? But when you wasn't, back when I did it, it was like, what you mean from Lil Haiti in the United States? That didn't make sense. So it is beautiful to see it on a large scale with Zoe Dollars and, right. and everybody yeah, else Zoe that's putting it out there because it's now more comfortable for me to be, yeah, I'm from Lil Haiti, what you mean? Yeah. What, what, what we doing? So you know what I mean? So for me, I would love to clear right. up a lot of confusion in my, my rise to nah, my That's a beautiful thing, man. That's right. a beautiful thing. Now, and, real quick, I want to yeah, shout please. out while we're talking about Lil Haiti. My boy, my boy Winnick, which you met. Yes, sir. He's like my little brother. Mm-hmm. His family are one of the founders of Lil Haiti. Absolutely. The Blaine family, yeah. Absolutely. Shout wow. out to Winnick and my boy Ross, man. man. Wow. Yeah, the family got the portrait, the mural up in yeah. there. So. LH for life, 54, yeah. baby. What's up? See, that's crazy because I, I don't know the nigga that on Spanish found this Spanish Harlem. I don't know him at all. <laughs> you know the nigga that founded Little Haiti? Well, his grandfather did. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, all right. The nigga who started Spanish Harlem, right, probably founded it like mm-hmm. in the early 20th century, mm-hmm. right? So you wouldn't know mm-hmm. who that person is. So first, yeah, when, you look at the, when you look at the migration of, of when the Puerto Ricans started to migrate to, um, to New York especially. And Cubans. And Cubans. Well, but Cubans really went. See, there was two migrations for Cubans. They came in early. No, I'm just saying there was two waves. Right, they right, came right. in the early 20s. Before the revolution, right, 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 right. Before the revolution, that out there. Yeah. And then they came in the 80s, obviously yeah. when Castro yeah. was just getting real crazy with it. But um, yeah. So anyway, right. So no, it's just we've been getting intelligent. I like getting intelligent. <laughs> well, now we gotta go back so, down to yeah, yeah. Some, some, some 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 shit. So no, no. Here's the here's the crazy That's thing is shit. as hip hop, mm. especially with you, right? Okay. Uh, Loving hip hop. What yeah. made you choose to do like something like that? Like because it was it was tough for me. And honestly, Khaled and E Class said no when it first came around. Okay, Jay, continue. And um, so when they started filming the pilot and looking for talent, they uh-huh. approached me, and I, uh-huh. you know, Khaled and E Class was like, "Nah, that's not that's not the look. We're not doing that." 
So I turned it down. Mm-hmm. But a year later, when it came back around and they were actually like in pre-production, they were getting ready to film. They hit me yeah. up and was like, "Yo, so what you doing?" Like. You sure you don't want to do was this? Was it Madi who hit you up? It was definitely Madi who okay, hit me yeah. up. Yeah, she's big my up, producer. Big up Madi. Big up Madi. Yeah, big up And Marty. you know, I just felt like I was at a point in my career. It was it was like no fault of Callis, but he he got lost on a jet ski right. one day, and yeah. that was it. Like right. he went viral, and his career right. completely changed. So and you had to be happy for and him. And I'm very happy for him. But at the same time, the, time he was the, busy. Right. Yeah. You know, he was busy. So I found myself. You know, I put out a record with the Migos. And I didn't really have that same push I had with Saturday. Even Saturday, though it was, Saturday. It was a vibe. Mm, it was, was a vibe. So um, I just looked back at the year uh-huh. and was like, I could have, you know, like, I could have done more. I could wow. be doing more. And, wow. and Khaled's busy. And E-Class opened five finger lickings. So it was like, I can't, wow. I can't sit here and not do something. Wow. So I made the decision to do the show. I took it upon myself against their advice. <laughs> And how, okay, and, and, and you, that being said, like how so far has your um, experience? Experience, yeah. It was tough for me because, you know, I'm, I like to be, I'm a very positive person. Right. And I like to be around like-minded individuals mm-hmm. and artists and talented people. Right. And I'm not saying there aren't people like that on the show. Because recently with the, um, the girl. Who I never had beef. The show is based on conflict. I never have beef, yeah. yeah. So, it's all about conflict. Exactly, exactly. No, I, I watched the show. Trust me, I'm good at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the, the, the girl, the million dollar girl. She said. Oh yeah, the million dollar girl. She said Jojo. she's the million yeah, yeah. Where's Zoe? Zoe just walked in. Zoe, what up? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> so, guy. like, how 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 is that? Like, because um, that's the one thing. Like, I don't want to really, you know, no. But I, I'm a fan of you know the show. It's it's for me. It was almost like the new Jerry Springer. It like, is. I it really is. like love. You know, you Jerry you gotta Springer. learn to understand what it is, and mm-hmm. I understood going into it what it was, and I right. know that the show derives on negativity for ratings yeah, and right. it is what it is but it's also a platform to showcase my music yep. and say yo I'm out here yeah, and right. this is what I'm Cardi doing yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. she was an amazing example because right. right. Cardi mm. had just come out mm. Remy just had, had like a smash mm. Remy's Remy but you mm. know the show was a platform for her also right. and also K. Michelle has right. amazing an amazing experience with it right. too big up K. Michelle yeah shout right. out to K. Yeah. but um but you know just I just had to stay positive in that situation and I understood what it was mm-hmm. and also I know that like I'm gonna be great with or without the show and mm-hmm. I understand that there's some people who like the show is you know right. is what they have so right. when it's time to turn up for TV it's a perfect platform it's right. time to if turn up for TV if you know exactly what exactly. you're doing yeah, exactly yeah, so yeah. now Zoe Zoe Dogs let me make some noise for Zoe you brought the fucking dollars man <laughs> What's up with you and Joe Buttons? You got beef with you? What's going on, man? What is going on? Let's get this. Is this the first question, Norris? <laughs> I, I don't got no beef for Joe. No. I just had to let him know something. What, 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 what initially happened for y'all even to like, like have any type of static at I just, all? I just felt like he came out character when he was talking about L.A. Reid, which is the person that signed me, so I didn't what? really respect that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That, that, so, so then... um. Now, did you, did you make a record? What was no, that? I didn't make a record. I just told him next time you say something about L.A. Reid, I'll run it to him and punch him in his mouth. Let's make some noise for that. We're talking positive, man. I'm all about black love, man. Black love. I didn't know how to, to react to that at all. That's cool. There's no beef. No, no, no. I mean, he tweeted me and he tweeted me. Y'all cleared it up? Yeah. 
No, we didn't clear that. Oh. He just tweeted something about me, and then when I got on the BT cipher, I said, uh. "Don't go Joe Button instead uh. of Eric Benet." So mm-hmm. let's let's actually, um, cause uh, like we're on the opposite side of what he does, right? And that, and it's no, it's all love, of course, him, but. Course. You know, we like to big up our people. Like a person's on the drink champs or a part of us, we we that's our model. It's not to say that that's his the opposite. No, of course. But it feels like the new generation doesn't respect him. As opposed to us, where we do respect him. the new generation. The new generation don't respect who? Uh Joe or Joe don't respect the new generation. Uh, yeah, I think it's probably so him talking about. Can you the new can you can you cause we we've, we've seen this disconnect, right? Mm-hmm. Can you like Explain like why Amigos wouldn't like him or or something like that. Neither. I mean, the Amigos thing came from him talking about Yachty. Mm. You know, Yachty's QC and that's Qu- quality control. Yeah, and, and then I feel like the young cats, like myself and the rest of us who feel some type of way about him, right. it's just because he don't show us the respect that we show the OGs. Like, mm. I respect Joe Button as a lyricist. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have one hit song, but we know the lyrics that you have. Like mm-hmm. you fire, mm-hmm. just give us young guys our credit too. Mm-hmm. But he always discrediting us or down talking us. Like y'all mm-hmm. supposed to be the OGs. We mm-hmm. the young hip hop look up to the OGs coming up. Everybody knew pump it up. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like right. why are you not but giving us I, our credit? I'm gonna be honest. It's kind of interesting to hear you say that because as an OG. Sometimes we don't hear that from the younger generation. Yeah, no. Man, I'm just gonna be honest. I, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna say this too. You just made me feel crazy. I'm gonna say this too. As an OG, I can tell you why uh, you don't hear that, right? Okay. It's because we get caught up in what. Remember when we were coming up? Yep, I was. I was I, go so when we were coming up, we had the old motherfuckers saying, man, this shit that they doing ain't really what hip hop, right? So we find ourselves doing the same shit when it's like, yo, we you passing the torch, them niggas doing their thing. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna be honest with you, this era is a better fucking era than our era. Mm-hmm. As far as like entrepreneurship, black model. entrepreneurship. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, because we like, were on a plantation yeah, when no. we was back in the day. Young niggas, they went up and had it coming fucking And them niggas were free yeah. and they, they owning this shit. They're making the money, yo. When we had signed our bullshit deal with a label, they fucking own us. Now, you had to sell. Listen, let me tell you something. The only reason I can say that the Fuji scene, scene money, because we sold so much ridiculous records that it was kind of like. And by the way, many, 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 by the way, let me many, tell you something. Many, many. <laughs> the album cost a hundred and seventy-five. No, sorry, a hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars to make. Columbia only spent about 200 grand because they were like, oh, y'all gonna, y'all gonna probably get in the top 10 then do the hip-hop drop. Right. The shit kept climbing, climbing. By the time they went to spend marketing money, we was already at like 2 million. You feel what I'm saying? So it was like, that's the only reason why we made money because we sold so many records. And they giving each of us $5 million check. Like, the recoup was nothing because they spent Bro, it cost $175,000 to make the score. Yeah, $125,000. Tell me, I just want people to understand the business sense of what the fuck he just said. It sold $25 million. It cost one hundred and thirty-five thousand. Three hundred with marketing, right? That flip was legendary. 
That minimal investment big payoff. That's how you know you're a drug dealer. Let's make some noise for Zoe Dallas being a drug dealer. That's exactly how I'm thinking of it. So I spent 130 and make. I spent 130 any day to make back 25 years. So I say this to say though, I'm going back to my point. My point is is that for me, because people always ask me, yo, what do you think about what's going on right now? I say, I love it. I mean, obviously. And then when, when they ask you what's going on, they're saying the climate of music or the content of music? Mm-hmm. I think both. You know okay, what I'm saying? Continue. Um, no, you can make argument for both. You can debate it, yeah. You can debate. You can say, listen, there's things I feel like, listen, in our generation, we have an advantage that they didn't have. And I can say the same thing about the advantage that they have now. You see what I'm saying? Too? Okay, can you explain the difference? What was the advantage that we had and what's the advantage they have now? I believe that the advantage that they have, it, what I love about this generation, mm. it's all about is the shit piping or not. Right. In our generation, who's the fucking producer? Who you down with? Who fucking side artist you got? All this bullshit. You knew that. No, you I'm knew listening. that. I, I, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. Uh, if Pharrell, back yeah, Neptune's yeah. producing your shit, yeah. if Timberland producing your shit, yeah. Diamond D producing your shit, if you didn't have that shit, motherfuckers ain't fucking with you. Here, niggas don't give a fuck. It's the shit. Mm-hmm. It's the, you feel me? <laughs> that, now, now, on that instance, Gunshot for that, bro. You can't yeah. because it's all about the art. Whether you right. like it or not, it's about the art. And you can create now, your own now, now, I could I could make the argument that in our generation we probably have more icons. We produce right. more icons. Yeah, right? because it's and I yo, what you said is legendary. So I do not want to cut you off, but I do also want to ask. Mm. So it doesn't make it more because, like you said, in art we made icons. Mm. So now a lot of times. These people are making just for that one moment. It doesn't hit? matter though. That's because you know what? Let me say something to you. Okay. I remember we got into a fight with Keras One on stage. You got to talk about the Keras One fight. Look, <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's go. on to Keras <laughs> One fight. Fist fight. Fist fight. Fist fight. Because Keras One felt like the shit that we were doing was not hip hop at that time. He felt like that wasn't hip hop, and that's what I'm saying. You got these old motherfuckers, man. They're so hard. They don't want to let go to the tour. Like, I want to hold on to this shit. For- no, my nigga, pass this shit to the young G, man. man. That's what right now. That's like one of my favorite. No, he's my... I was kidding. Mean, we- is mad, yo. It was some shit. Oh, you know what it was? You know that record? Um, Mini Money. No, no, no. That record he did with... um, The record he did with his artist. Them two niggas. Step into... Channel That was our record. He took. No. Cash one came to Brooklyn's Yo, next day I'm watching MTV, I'm seeing these two niggas, I'm like, what the fuck? I know this nigga. (laughs) But I'm just saying, that's what happened. So it was like, all right, whatever the fuck. We didn't care because we had Fuji, La, 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 all that shit, right? But then we did a show together. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know why he got mad. Mm. It was our fault. We fucked up. (laughs) 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 This nigga drunk without being drunk. (laughs) Make some noise to prize, goddammit. What we used to do mm-hmm. when we would open up, that's what Puff never wanted to, Puff and Biggie never wanted to perform with us because what we used to do, mm-hmm. we would take your hottest record and freestyle over it. 
Oh yeah, Lauren did that yeah, to me one night. I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> and, yo, oh my God, she did bad from TV one night. I came out. I was like, yo, hold on, Lauren, what are you doing? Right, right, right. Nobody's going to want me to perform that. Lauren? I should have I'm sorry. Yeah, so that's yeah. what happened. Moment. Yeah. We took um, <coughs> one, two, three. <coughs> the crew is called Refugee. <coughs> which, which is a Oh, yeah. Hell, y'all was foul back then. Now I'm feeling like So he came on stage and he's like, yo, you, I ain't even like you niggas. And you did this to me. <laughs> like, oh. That's how we got into the fight. But whatever. But, I mean, we made up after that. But the point yeah. I'm saying is, you got a lot of OGs. Mm-hmm. That don't want to go with the time, man. It's a new time. It's a new era. The bro. OGs just gotta mm-hmm. accept that they not gonna have two million followers. Right. <laughs> exactly. And then us young <laughs> niggas, we gonna be getting a, yeah. two million followers, yep. a lot of likes, and it, a lot and of trolls. But real, real, real <laughs> niggas understand that it's when it's your time, you gotta move over. Exactly. Like real, like that's yeah, that's, yeah. But but see, I'm be honest with you. I constantly, I be having arguments with my own people. Like I'm constantly hearing. Well, this shit ain't... I'm like, yo, bro, like, I remember when motherfuckers was saying that about us. Yeah, yeah I, 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 that's my same story. You know what I'm saying, too? So for me, and, and don't get me wrong, I don't care what it is, there's always going to be some bullshit. There was Facts, bullshit yeah, in yeah. our zone, and this generation, you're going to see some bullshit. Yeah. But then there's some other shit that's just piping hard. You can't deny this shit. It's what yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah. Facts. Every era had that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The 2000 era had Soulja Boy. Yep. Mm. Mm. Yep. Think of that. Yeah. Wow. Mm. When when Ross was piping, when when uh, Ti and Jeezy and all of them were piping, they had Soldier Boy in the middle of it. So I'll tell you something better than that. People tell you that the, one of the best eras in music is the nineties, right? And exactly. There's people who tell you that some of the best eras in music is the eighties. You know what we had in the eighties? We had MC Hammer and we had Vanilla Ice. Exactly. And they would be welcome on Drink Champ. <laughs> I understand exactly who they were. I understand yeah. exactly what they did. I understand exactly what it was. Yep. And the thing about it is, that's the thing about music. See, people in people in see see the reason why people should be paid in music more than anything else in life is we put our whole life in front of the fucking world, right? And if our shit don't work, guess what? We can't never say, oh, I'm gonna just take my face off and I'm gonna just go back into to normal life. Some of us are lucky. Some of us is lucky to say, yo, I can take their face off and they, they might not see. But I don't give a fuck. If you had a hit record, if you had two fucking views, if you had three million fucking views, there's somebody in this world who looked up to you that you can't take that shit back at all. Mm-hmm. You can't take it back. You influence somebody somewhere. That's why music people should be played like fucking baseball fucking players. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but the money does exist. The only problem is is that you have this institutional um, entity that's set up to not let us. Mm-hmm. Think about this, right? I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you something deep. Mm-hmm. Do you know we're the only one, when you look at any genre of any business, anything, whether you go work for a hospital, you're a doctor, you're in medicine, engineering, sports, athletes, actors, we're the only one don't have any insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been talking about that. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Yo, because now let me say this to you. We've been talking about Rest in peace to my man Five Dog. Yo, if Five Dog 
could have a little something better. Maybe he would have won went out like that. This yep. shit, yo, my nigga, it's some real shit. Yo, music don't give a fuck about. Yo, musicians. That's big. They don't give a fuck and that's about bigger, it. That's bigger than just hip hop. That's, that's musicians. Yo, that's period. in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's like in general. That's, that's in. Yeah. All sad. Right. Sad is really for acting. No, I'm saying we need our version. Right, right, right. We need our version of it because yo, they, it doesn't make any sense. Because everything we doing for all the money that these labels made, right. that we don't have something a little something like if something happens to me. Right. Come on, man. That shit is crazy. Like, just think about it. Like, let's just say, like, I'm, and I'm using you for for example. It's probably a bad example, but I'm using you, right? <laughs> no, I'm just keeping it real, right? So, you're from the streets. You're from the streets of Miami, right? right. You're doing all these positive things, but now you jump in the car with your homie. you leaving the office. And your homie say, yo, yo, ride with me. And then y'all get pulled over. And... None of this shit in the car is yours, but you just roll with your homie for a second. Right. This should be a hip hop union that says, oh, nah, uh-uh. We understand that. You understand? We're going to get Zoe Dollars. We're going to go motherfucking take and be, like, yo, I kid you not. This is this was some crazy shit. One time I got locked up and Leo Combs had everything set up for me. Like, it was like he waited for me to get locked up. <laughs> like, he was just, I kid you not. He was like, room, room, bar, Kalina called me. Room, room, my bell money was here. I knew what time I was going to bell. I said, what the fuck? Like, they were so experienced at Def Jam. I was coming from Tommy Boy. I was like, they didn't know what the fuck to do when I got locked up. But what I'm trying to say is, that should be something where you know, we, you just made a simple mistake. You just got in the car with yeah. your homie. To, to, to go to the office or go to King of Diamonds or something like that. This should be something that protects you for putting in that work, mm-hmm. for being, you know what I'm saying? Nice. For, for sitting there and saying, you know what? Like, DMX said something on this podcast. This was like our like a third podcast. Third or fourth, yeah. And he said, I stopped hating whack rappers. And we all stopped. He got quiet and he said, what the fuck? Why did you say that? And what do you mean? He said, I stopped hating whack rappers. And we said, why do you not hate whack rappers? And he said, because at least one rapper employs six or seven other people mm. from the hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no matter if he don't like them or not. Creating opportunities. He's creating opportunities and he's helping other people from the hood make it out. But see, that's why I always say to you, see, people mm-hmm. say to me, they look at me like, mm-hmm. yo, you know, why are you so happy like, when people see me? I mean, I, you know, not. Nah. So you got on three Cartier braces. We know why you're happy. And you can't, you, this thing, first off, let me just, just throw this out there. This is the most expensive gift I've ever got on Dream Champs, period. He gave me three Patek Philippe's, right? I am a watch guy as well. I'm a watch guy as well. I didn't spend 250000 on the Patek Philippe. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. <laughs> But protect. I definitely protect. Excuse me, I knew that. I knew I wasn't pronouncing it right. But for now, listen, you're you're gonna make me spend two hundred and fifty thousand to get one just to put it in there. You're a fucking blessed guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I, I was saying, I was talking to somebody, and I said, mm-hmm. what hip hop has done, yes, for the culture. Mm-hmm. Where would we all be if hip hop didn't exist? Mm. Right? That's why 
Because somebody asked me a question. I was doing, and that's why I don't like doing interviews. Because mm-hmm. the reason I don't do interviews is because they like to revert back and try to ask me how do I feel about Wyclef and Lauren. All right. And so I'm we like, didn't ask you about that. You didn't ask me about that, but I'm saying, saying I'm glad this you is did. Real but this is right. Yes. But they asked me, continue. well, but how thank did, you for pointing it out. Right. <laughs> <Appreciate that. laughs> okay, continue, continue. They asked me, how do I feel about their success? Right. I said, I'm happy. Well, how, are you happy that Lawrence sold more records than you? Right. I said, why wouldn't I be happy? Right. What the fuck got to be happy about? Right. Like, just because you haven't heard me doesn't mean I don't exist. Yeah. I got the most incredible fucking life on this planet. Mm. Talk that shit. You feel what I'm saying to you? Talk I'm, that because shit. Of this, because of Lauren and Wyclef right. mm-hmm. and my ingenuity, right. I'm able to say I could fly private. Right. I'm able to say I got my home in Beverly Hills. So right. I got a real paddock on with real diamonds. Talk that Stop. shit. Talk that shit. Shit. Real shit. Damn, I go no, that's, it. that's it. If you get oh, the diamonds. Oh, yeah. Look at your face. It's different. It's different. Keep, keep talking. Let me, let me be quiet. Keep talking. You know what I'm saying? Keep talking. My shit is not bust down. My shit is for real. Factory. Yeah, yeah. Factory. So I say this to say that's why I'm always the nigga who's happy for people. That's why when I see the, the young G's, I'm happy, man, because I'm like, right. yo. This is something we created. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yo, we living off. Think about this. I'm sitting here talking to my man yeah. on some bullshit. Yeah. We just reminiscing. Yeah. Who the fuck? Nurses can't do that. Engineers can't do that. Wow. People in the corporate world can't do that. They yeah. got a nine to five. We ain't, this is our nine to five. This is our, the lifestyle is your career. Yeah. I think you should slow clap for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just you know when a nigga say something deep, you slow clap. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, man. I'm just. It's a slow I'm, clap. I'm just saying. No, man. keep going, bro. No, you know, no, I mean, I want to take. I'm just no, saying, like, no, it's just. No, so, not, so when I see a, a young Haitian, that's my back. Oh, mm-hmm. my bad. I love your back. Oh, you love my back? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. right, I'm sorry, a young Haitian. My bad. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, when I see, you know, this beautiful woman representing Haiti, right. my man Zoe Dollar. Zoe Dollar. You know what I'm saying to you? Representing the hood. Representing the hood, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 she's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful makes, thing. Man, and I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, 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 it's Candace. 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 Haitian Cuban. Haitian Cuban. A real Haitian Cuban. First of all, what? they had her name right, babe. What was her name? I forgot. She Can- follows Candace. Okay, my wife is in the white got your back. Yeah, my wife got your back. Cuban coalition. my wife is Listen, him and my wife, him, this, 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 you know. And my wife, you know, my partner and my wife, they, they basically made me a, like an honorary Cuban. Uh-huh. And then I'm already an honorary Haitian. So, like, I'm mad confused, like, in life. Like, I'm just, like, an honorary everything. And I'm an honorary Dominican. That's what you thought I was Dominican. Uh, but, you know. She's dope. That's right, that's right. Thank you, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate so, mm. why isn't the Fuji's together right now? Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, so where's Shaheen read that? Before you answer that, where's Shaheen read that? Shaheen in the cut. He left? Okay. Well, it was crazy, right? Mm. Here's the craziest shit, right? I spoke to my friend Buster Rhymes. 
you know Buster. Of course, we all know Buster. That's my man. They got the Buster. And Buster, me and Buster just talking out the blue. And Buster said, "Yo," I said, "What's up?" And he goes, "Yo, yo, Nas just told I read some real shit." Then I said, well, "What was that?" And he goes. Shaheen Reed asked Nas like, when his next album is coming out. And Nas said, I think the game is cool without me. Right? Mm. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's scary, bro. Mm. But it's also luxury. Just think about it. Mm-hmm. It is luxury. Yeah. Because when you're yeah. a rapper, and I, I gotta speak from a rapper's point of view. I don't know from R and B perspective, yeah. but from a rapper's point of view, like you always go back in to do that next album to get up, to hit the road, to get up, to, and then you and that cycle keeps going. But what happens when that part of your life just erases, where you just say fuck an album? You don't have to do it because you're already a legend. Wait, wait, he, but he, 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 he reached a certain threshold where he's exploring. Diff- and that's that's kind of what you were already talking about, right? right? He is exploring a lot of different different world, you know. Yeah. So, listen, <clears throat> because I, the world is gonna say, "Prize, where's, where's the next album?" Right. So, are you at that level? Where, where, what level? Where it's like, fuck out. Yeah, I mean, listen, look, bro. I, I tell people this, and I'm not trying to be funny when I say this. Right. I probably got more money than your top 10 favorite rappers out right now. Talk that shit, bro. Uh, Talk that shit, bro. Talk that shit, bro. Talk that shit, bro. Talk that shit, bro. Talk And it's not, it's just because I invested my money. You they that? always said Prize was the business guy, the Fuji's. Is that correct? Period. I mean, I was always the nigga, like, mm-hmm. I know one thing, once I left the hood, mm-hmm. I said, I ain't going back there, y'all. By no circumstances, mm. I'm not going back there. Mm. The trajectory from being to the hood to where I go, I couldn't let that shift back there. You feel me? So I made sure, like, and, and I try to teach, you know, whoever wants to hear that, like, yo, talk that shit. This is not ever going to last forever. So you got to worry about the bell curve yeah. in your life. And you got to say, I'm going to keep this, I'm going to trick this, I'm going to invest this. Because you never know when that time comes to slow. Mm-hmm. So when people sitting here seeing me driving the Wraith, like you said. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. They're like, hey, they're like, it's a bespoke, by the way. Excuse me? Bespoke. <laughs> I don't even know this rich language you're talking. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. Bespoke is me like where you get it custom made. Ooh, okay. Yeah. God damn but, 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 but. I don't even know what that means. I gotta step my life up. Thank you, guys. Yeah, continue. No, but I'm just saying, it, it's just a beautiful thing to be able to know that because of this hip hop thing. Cause of hip hop. Yo, I'm always gonna revert back to. You gotta remember, so I went to college, right? So I dropped out my senior year, the beginning of my senior year. Damn. Label was like, yo, y'all gotta make a decision. Y'all gonna go on the road or whatever, right? Damn. And, <clears throat> you know, obviously my mom hated that. Cause she mm. Haitian, mm. you know, went to yell like, mm. "How you don't finish and get your degree, right?" But I knew this is where. If I didn't have hip hop, I'm, I'm gonna say this to you: If I didn't have hip hop, I probably would have graduated from college, get into finance, working Wall Street. Right now, at this point in my life, I probably would have been married, 
have three kids. Mm. I would have hated my life, hate my wife, hate my kids. Oh, I would No, I'm just saying because <laughs> this is my life. Hip hop, like, I'm able to do. That creative you know outlet, yeah. Definitely didn't see it going You know, you said something very interesting. Mm -hmm. As an artist, mm -hmm. when you when you putting music out there, or you creating, or you acting, you basically you putting your naked self out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? It's kind of like 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 the guy who made this bottle. If I say, man, I hate this fucking blueberry shit. Yeah. He's somewhere sleeping. He cool. We don't know what he's doing. Right? Yeah. But if you say I hate this artist right here and you start trolling him, you're gonna take that face mm -hmm. off. That artist is, he may act like he don't care. Listen, right. it affects him a little. Like, damn, why the fuck this motherfucker don't like my shit? Right? right? This nigga don't care right. if he doesn't like it. Most of you probably wouldn't like organic blueberry. Real nigga shit. I'm just saying. Right? I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny I'm story. This but please, please, please remember your point. Please, please remember your point. But I'll tell you a funny story one day. One day when I was first like about to become Capone Noriega, a dude came on the train. I was going to Unique Studios. And he was leaving from the train stop from Unique Studios. So he stood there and he took off his McDonald's hat and he took off his shit. And he just was like, boom. And we were just talking. And I was getting off the stop. And I, I would have <coughs> traded my life a year later to be like, to be like that. Like once I took off my hat, I wanted to like not be Nori no more. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I could never turn that back on. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I did like But let me ask you something. Where you at right now uh -huh. in your life, right? Yes. Think about this. I'm in. For 75 years straight, mm -hmm. the number one genre of music selling wise was rock and roll. Yeah. Worldwide. 75 years straight they were crowned. Last year June they got decrowned by hip hop. Mm. So now hip hop is the number one genre. It's hip hop, rock, country, then pop, or pop country, some shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing what you know now and where you at now, mm -hmm. would you, do you feel like you have any regrets? Not plenty of regrets. I mean, regrets, listen, we'll, right. my father always told me you have to take both <clears throat> good and bad in life. Because yeah. what happens is you can't just love the good, right? Right? Because if you just love the good, then you, you gotta love the bad. You gotta love yeah. it because the bad is what helps you to no. get that's to what the drug. Yeah. That's, that's what the proper yeah. lesson is. They say you gotta love hell. All right, meaning you have to actually right. go through hell to come out. Right? 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 Sometimes. Right? right. But what I'm saying is, when you look at what you're doing right now, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. You probably never thought after your first, because you're on your second curve right now. Maybe my third, but yeah. <laughs> I, I had a whole Spanish career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went Spanish for yeah, right. 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 a long time. I went Spanish for y'all niggas for a long time. I went Spanish for y'all. Yeah, yeah. I helped y'all introduce me. No, 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 no. 
Now they, now they y'all problem. Right. I give y'all ring and tone, like this is y'all shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm over here right. in the podcast world. I'm so sorry. No, don't you feel like <laughs> this is the best thing that ever happened to you? It's music. Mm-hmm. It's hip hop. I mean, yes. Hip hop. Like I'm, bro. Listen. Yeah. I'm, even with all my travels, yep. I probably got 10 million miles to travel, right? And all my success, all my accolades and everything, I'm still, mar- I'm still marvel at this, what hip hop has led me to be at. Mm. I agree. You know what I'm saying to you? Yes. And I, I don't, I don't want to keep belaboring the point, mm. but I just, Always want to give thanks, man, yeah. because it's just Absolutely. so fucking beautiful. Slow clap, y'all. That's a slow clap. That's, you got to do that with aggression. <laughs> nah, anyway, yeah. Shit, yeah. No, no, no. no, that's real shit because the thing about it is that's real, 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 real shit. Is where music can actually bring you. With, with your thought, and then you got to think about what music actually is. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever seen, like, mosaic art and all these Picassos? They start with a white paint, right? That's what music is. Music, we start with nothing. Mm -hmm. It starts with a beat. The guy can be in the studio. (laughs) Maybe he's not. But the beat just plays and we just think of this. Mm -hmm. Crazy masterpiece. And then you create something out of nothing. and And... that should always be saluted. It should always be respected. And I just want to say, as a musician, as a person who, who they quote unquote say, you know, who sat in a locker room. That's the reason why me and my partner DJ friend to the right of me, um, they say that the, this is why the drink champs work, but the, because we actually, he's actually a real DJ. This is this is not no fucking mm. DJ that fucking, he, he, he still won't fuck with the, uh, Soraki, the, 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 Soraki, the, 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 he's a final guy, he still wants to bring crates, and that's, and I ain't taking it to the club no more, though. <laughs> but that that that's what like it, 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 it sits me and I say damn that's like it's the essence of hip hop like right. I remember coming to going to London and these guys wouldn't let me go in the club because they wanted to do a, a spray paint of Capone and Noriega before we walked in and I was just like what like niggas ain't hip hop like that right. like like we're not really doing no. like we love hip hop right. but niggas ain't Spraying, no. spray paint, no. and the break dancers that you had to watch. And then the break dancers, they want to show you they're all not the really doing that in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but they did that for me. Like in London, I'm like, oh my god. Like they, they, they take it to the stream. But, yeah. you know, but you know what it is? When you go outside, when you go outside of America, they have such an affinity yeah. for the culture. Mm. We take advantage. We we basically take advantage of the culture. I mean, not take advantage. Take it for granted. Take it for granted. Take it for granted. Yes. They don't care, you know what I mean? It's like, but I can tell you stories. Like I remember when niggas used to iron their laces. You used to put your clothes up the night before to figure out what you're gonna. Wear. I don't want to go there, but I'm just saying. Go, 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 go! We had this on Drake Champs. Go, bro. Go. I never heard of nobody. 
nobody ironing their laces. I like, did. Crazy. Your fat farm <laughs> laces? Uh, had to iron them. Yo, yo, listen, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. Yo, no, you tell them. Listen, let me tell you. By the way, yo, I Hey, yo, I remember when you could tell who was a gangster nigga based on what they wore. Like, mm. you don't wear Tim's if you ain't gonna bust no guns. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, I remember that era. Ain't no- I'm definitely there with you, man. Right? Yes. Mm. Come on, man. That was a little bit before me. I'm 40, you 43, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those two years. But now I'm back with you. But, 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 I'm just saying like, how, like, mm. this hip hop shit, when, it, when mm. we, like I remember the first time, the first hip hop record I heard on the radio station was not that fucking hip hop shit. The um, not that hip. Nah, no, 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 no. When I heard Sucker MC, that was the one. One the MC. That was the first hip hop record on the radio. Uh, on the radio on on, on BLS. Yeah. Where was you at? Crazy. I was in the park getting jumped. Yo, I was getting jumped, and this when these niggas used to walk around with, 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 with the boombox. With the boombox, Radio Raheem shit. This nigga with a Kango hat on, right. and these these like four niggas came to me, you know, trying to whatever the fuck they were saying, they were trying to get to me, right. and all I heard was this nude, like you know, the niggas who had a deep voice. I heard a voice, but I didn't know what it was mm. until as the box is getting closer, he said, "New record by." Group called Run DMC, and you heard boom, pat, 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 boom, boom, pat, pat, boom, pat, and the niggas who was jumping me, we all stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Watching this nigga walk by, right? Yo, that's stupid, me. I, I could have ran, but I didn't run. I, Cause I was just so amazed by this fucking shit I was hearing. Yo. Nah, nigga, you know how we used to have in Brooklyn, they used to have a summer camp where they send the kids to kind of like the daytime so you don't do anything you're not supposed to do. Uh-huh. And you didn't have the bullies at that time, you know, I was okay. a little Haitian kid, whatever. Uh-huh. And these niggas just came around me, man, and I was like, shit, where, where the fuck am I go? You know, like, niggas surrounding me. And I'm hearing this voice from my like side of my ear, but I don't know what the fuck the voice is. Then as it got closer, that's when the music boom, and niggas who just is like, oh shit, you know. And after the nigga left, the niggas punched me in the face and <laughs> took my money from me and shit. Yo, so, so the dude with the boombox wasn't in on the uh, No, no, he just happened to be he walking by. Then we stopped everything to 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 this. That was back in the day, man. It was just one no, of those this, moments, this man. Probably one of those I love this story. You know what I mean? Oh my god, I could actually see, see this. It. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's we real shit. You know, that's how I got introduced to hip hop. 
That's crazy. Okay. And then I saw the influence of hip hop a year later. Okay, so let's just throw this out there. Your first memory is hip hop was you got jumped. <laughs> you would have thought it would have had a negative impact on I would not think that that would be your profession. <laughs> Yo, I fell in love. Look, like, you know, like a mechanic, like if his first job as a mechanic was like getting his thumb sliced off. It's like, though, he's just like, I'm not mine. I'm good. I'm not a mechanic. But um, you actually got jumped and said, I'm going to fuck with this. It was just, it was that, you know, you knew it was something, man. It was that. That hip hop shit, it just, I didn't know what it was, but you felt it like, mm. and then you saw, you start doing the break dancing and all that shit. Mm. And when you, this is when I knew hip hop was gonna be crazy, is when, for the very first time, I saw Michael Jackson perform on Motown 25. I didn't know who the fuck he was, because I was a young kid. And I don't know what Motown 25 is, so put me on. Motown 25 is when Michael Jackson first performed Billie Jean to the world. Billie Jean is not And he did the moonwalk. That was the first, first time, time he did the moonwalk. Says that I am the one, but that kid is not myself. Sing along, yeah, 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 I've been trying, I've been trying. Yo, you yeah. never saw Motown 25? Nah, I'm going to lie, I'm 40. You never saw, I'm that had nothing to do with 40. Stop man. it, man. <laughs> you never saw Michael Jackson do the moonwalk. <laughs> no, I've seen Michael Jackson do the moonwalk. That was the first time he did that. The first time, yeah. First time the world saw so Michael. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you how impactful Michael Jackson shit was. Mm. I went to school the next day. Mm. Everybody Motown 25 shit was incredible. Richard Pryor, everybody was on that shit, right? Okay, but what school was this? You in Brooklyn, you in Oh, Jersey? no, now I'm in Jersey now. Okay, so I was in Jersey. sixth grade. Okay. What, you know what part of Jersey you remember? Yeah, like, uh, Irvington. Irvington. Wait, where Latifah, where Latifah from? Uh, let, let, let me tell you something, you was in Irvington? Yeah. Let me tell you something, I went to Irvington recently. It's still terrible in Irvington. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Hey, that's why I had to get the fuck out. Damn, anyway. Bryce, you a real nigga. I, I didn't even know. I thought, I thought that nigga was like, cause Newark is like rough. But it's like rough, but you know it's rough. But Irvington is like yeah. rough. Well, got, nobody don't care. Right, right, right. Jesus, God damn it. But at that time, it wasn't that rough though. But anyway, so mm. we go to the school, and I never forget this. The principal get on the loudspeaker. And he says, um, we're going to do our morning prayer. He says, after we do our prayer, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of you guys probably were asleep, but I witnessed the most incredible thing in my life. Watching Michael Jackson perform last night with his brothers was so incredible. I'm going to give you guys a whole day off. Y'all can leave after prayer. And we left school at 9 a.m. Went the, home. And the principal did The principal did that. That's crazy. What <laughs> the fuck? We ain't never getting none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 again, I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's that's between Run DMC and Michael Jackson. That's the fact. Day off at school. <laughs> hey, yo, listen. Yeah, that's the impact. Cause yeah. you gotta remember, this is before the album Thriller came out. <laughs> the impact, the impact got my school. Definitely wasn't there. Yes. <laughs> what I'm 77. Okay. You wasn't paying. It, you was in the hood. Because yeah. it, it happened in '84. Alright, so I was alive. You was well, alive. Of course you were alive. I am 77. <laughs> 75. 75. But, but the point I'm saying to you is, is that seeing what I've heard with Run DMC and seeing everybody doing this thing and then able to see it by this guy who's supposed to be this mega star taking a piece of our culture. 
Prime example, you look at Super Bowl this year, mm. 60% of all the ads has some hip-hop yeah, yeah. influence. Absolutely. You feel thank you? This is the craziest. Right. So you yeah. got to say to yourself, yeah. that's how impactful the culture is. That's the whole point I was trying to make. I'm not trying to bring you back to the moonwalk. I'm just telling you no, we how I felt at that time when I was getting jumped and I heard Run DMC and then mm-hmm. so Michael and then now we're here. No, but you got jumped. And so our career, that's hard. Like I've never heard a verse put up. He got hurt at the same time. A negative positive that's so dope. It's like, yeah, that's all right, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> like that's like that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. So um do you ever like sit back and reflect and and is it anything that you regret? I can't because <clears throat> I think the minute I start regretting anything. I feel like my blessing is going to be taken away from me. Because when the universe is never going to be all good, part of what makes a character is how do you deal when shit is not going the way it needs to go for you? You know, they said, my dad told me this one time, he said, before you reach success, your comfort zone has to be disrupted. You feel what I'm saying to you? No, I feel what you say. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what I'm saying? So, so I can't regret anything, man. I have to because my regret is what led to some of my. Because they always say that, that they always say that you know before like the you know the big shit happens, you've got to go through something. Mm-hmm. And so so hearing that, it's it's crazy. Inspiring. So, <laughs> and if people are strong, they're not gonna, they can't weather that, and they won't see their success right. around the corner. Right. 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 It's always darkest before dawn. Yeah. Like they say. That's the yeah, yeah. It's always darkest yeah. before yeah. dawn. So, don't regret nothing. I don't. Even when it's when I'm facing my darkest moments, man, my darkest hour, man, I always say, there's a reason behind this. Mm-hmm. But in, in the whole illustrious career, is there anything you personally could have said, you know what, I wish I would have did this part? Yeah, you could say that, to, but I, you know why? To I, keep things together. I don't know. Maybe it was something. So, I, I know where you're going with this. You mean, do I wish the Fugees would have lasted? You always say, yeah. like, well, maybe we could have done another. But so it, was, it wasn't supposed to be like that, bro. Like the way this shit ended. Cause you gotta remember something. Doing the whole Fuji shit, I knew I was on the Titanic. So I just made sure to. Wait, I had my boots. I had my my my. Cry, 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 cry! You're going way too fast. That's crazy. You went there. You said the whole time on being in the Fujis, you knew you was on the Titanic. Now everybody knows that's here. The Titanic, definitely. Hit the iceberg. Yes. Yeah. I had my life vest on. So you knew that from like from the beginning. I knew that from day one. You knew that this I will sink eventually. Hundred percent. Okay. So now continue what you were saying. What the fuck was I saying? You were saying some great. Yo, look at that. Look at that. That's crazy. Look at that. You know I'm skilled. <laughs> I wasn't prepared, but I also was prepared. <laughs> So you're saying that you knew that it was a success ladder, right? Because you guys actually reached a certain amount of success. Mm-hmm. 
talking about then, regret. Yeah, not 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 that. He said he knew <laughs> that the, sure he right. has no regrets. No, but we, based on that, we've got out of the no regret part, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so you see the success. How do you how do you visualize that this success may stop or may alternate? Because I knew I knew it was a bit morbid what was happening inside of the whole cave, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was inevitable. Mm-hmm. Something was gonna happen. Right, so that's the thing about success, you gotta prepare, mm-hmm. you know. You, you, you hope for the best, but you plan for the worst, yeah, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So, I knew, that's like I said to you, cause if I didn't know, cause it was so easy to be in that whirlpool and thinking like, Yo, this shit's gonna last forever, forever. right? Mm-hmm. And, and let me tell you what's deep about, <clears throat> at the end of the day, everyone, the only person you can really count on is yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's harder when you in a group because the thing is, you may have a vision, like I had a vision, right? Because I put the shit together. I went to Von Lauren, found Clef, we never got to that. We go, we go on to that later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 I knew, like, okay, this is cool, but if I believed the hype at that time, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I'd be fucked up in the game right now. Right. See what I'm saying too? So I always looked at it like, I love the art, I love this shit, this is incredible, and put on my life vest. When that shit hit the iceberg, there's a little boat right down there. I'm going to jump off that fucking ship and land on that boat and go ashore. That's how I always looked at it. This is crazy, Bros. I'm just going to... I can't act like what you're saying. It's not crazy. So you're saying from the beginning, you knew there was a possibility that not a possibility it was inevitable you know what that word mean? yeah, it means it's like, gonna, gonna happen, happen no matter what no matter what right so and, and you prepared yourself from, from bro I'm sitting here right now right yes okay I'm just saying it's just it's just mm-hmm. I'm just definitely not that smart and there's nothing by the way <laughs> no 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 but, but I'm gonna say this to you I wouldn't change a thing that's what's deep about it because if I had, if anything would have changed, it would change. I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Now I don't know if, okay, maybe I'd have been a hundred million dollar richer. Mm. Maybe, mm. right? Maybe I don't know what would have happened. Right. But it wouldn't be right. Ha- what's happening right now? And you're saying whatever you did, whatever how everything transpired, you could sleep good at night. Yo, when I sleep in my Freite sheets, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You hit me with some other rich shit. What is this? Freite. What, what is this? Google that. Yes, Google it. Come on, Freite sheets. Come on, hurry up. Yes, you looking at me. Google it. Please Google, Google it. I need, I, do I need Freite sheets? You already told me I got to spend 200. First of all, I thought it was 200. He said 450. This prize, I'm hanging out with you, is very expensive. No, 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 it's all good though. I gotta set my game. But, 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 okay. When I go to bed at night, I sold one million. You sold two and T five. Don't worry about it. I just want y'all to know that. When I go to bed at night, okay. I sleep. You know why I sleep well? Because I know that 
First of all, I never robbed a person. Mm. I've always been a person of my word. Mm. And more importantly, my two counterparts, I'm extremely happy for everything they've done. Mm. That's why I feel like God blessed me, mm. right? A nigga who haven't put out a record in 20 years, I just told you, I yeah. probably got more money than your top 10 favorite rappers today. Mm. And if I really want to stretch it, maybe top 10 put together, but I ain't going that far. That's it. So, that's blessed. That's that's blessing. That's it. You we gonna make some noise for that. Is, my dude. We, we gonna make some noise for that. Hey, you guys in here. Hey, Haitian people, you better clap louder. That's right. Yeah, keep talking. That's real shit. So I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I'm very happy. Yes. And part of me, organically, like, me and Zoe Dollars got a joint together, new record together, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm featured on his record. Zoe Dollars is a real name. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I got so much love for this dude. <laughs> you know why I got love for him? Mm-hmm. Before we even fuck with each other, I will run into him here and there. I think one time I ran to him at the airport. Mm. It was always love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, he respect hip hop. Right, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was that, man. And, and, and it's like, I never was on some like whatever type of, cause you got certain, you, you know, we got certain niggas yeah. who feel like. Oh, we the old niggas. Yeah, like I don't know what kind of shit that they on. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. See, that's this part that you, you, you guys can't relate to yeah. us. Is certain people look at us like, nigga, get out the way. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, we ain't been in right. your way. Nigga, right. we ain't doing other shit. Right. We, exactly. we been doing other right. shit. Right. But, that, but, that, but also, that's the new nigga mentality is, I want to be that, and that's that's the reason why I get the fuck out their way immediately. Like a nigga come from left, right, they, they want to rap. I'll be like, good. Mm. Like I don't want this. This is yours. Oh, right. you. But the thing about it is, and then people be like, you know, oh no, no, the king of left, right, or oh, the king of something, and then it, it makes the little nigga think that no, no, homie, we I, we respect these people who actually is. Good and want the new generation and want to say, yo, look, it's y'all turn. But sometimes the new generation, and I'm not saying y'all, but I'm saying as people who represent the new generation, yeah. mm-hmm. that people that they don't recognize that. You know what I'm saying? They don't recognize that. I want see me and you, me and you connected. This is real shit. This is off camera. Every time I seen you, I said, yo, you know, I've been living in Miami for 12 years, and I'm sitting here and he's promoting this shit, and I'm like, yo, my nigga. Go, you're the next guy, Facts. and you yeah. know that. Facts, you know that. Like I was like, yo, go, Years you're the ago. next guy, mm-hmm. you're the next guy. Keep going, and I would go to your shows, and yes. I, I wouldn't even try to take pictures. I wouldn't even know he was there. Yeah, I'd just be there, just smoking. I'm like, ah, this is this is. I like that shit. Mm-hmm. This is this is the Miami I fuck with, and it's a beautiful thing to see. You know, years later, and you know, you know, see everybody. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's just who I am. Like uh um uh what's what's Rick Ross DJ? Sam Sneak. Like, a lot of people don't even know. That was my favorite DJ in Miami. So I didn't <laughs> This is this is the real oh, yeah, oh, yeah. This is the real. When I first started coming to Miami, whatever this nigga was at, I would just go there. <laughs> like, and he'll be like, he, I know he'd be looking at me like, 
the fuck? Nigga, what are you yeah. doing? Like you're Nori. I'm like, yeah, you're my favorite DJ, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I, I did that with Camillo. But, Cam, you know, Camillo, he's Latino. Yeah. It's, it's a little safer. <laughs> you do that with um, Sam Sneak. This is a wild night. That's a wild Somebody night. Somebody got killed that night. That one like, got killed. I don't even think you know this story. Like, that was like my favorite little like hood DJ. I was like, all right, cool. I yeah. see them. He turns up and I just followed them. Like, it's terrible. It's terrible. It, it's terrible. But I went everywhere in Miami for that. But um, that's, this, this, this is a beautiful thing. When we can sit together as hip hop and just sit down and the accomplishments that you and your group and just you guys just in general mm-hmm. just made. Legend. This is legendary, man. And I I want to personally thank you for coming to Dream Camp. Mm-hmm. I knew you I knew you forever. You've always been a great guy, but the fact that you're just still here and just still happy. And the thing, that's, that's the thing about us as OGs, right? Is we receive a lot of flack because a lot of the OGs ain't happy. Well, they're not happy because once again, we don't have a coalition to protect them after it's done. And it's like the contribution that they've done, right? Mm-hmm. Think about it, like these guys, they they contributed to this hip hop to take it to a different level, right? Just keep expanding. Because right. it's number one now, right? Mm-hmm. So 10, 20 years from now, if he's not one of them lucky ones that got out. See, the NFL, the NBA, they got a pension plan, they got all, OJ. This nigga's running in Vegas chilling. Why? Because he got a pension plan, yeah. right? <laughs> we don't have that. So they upset. They look Because not everybody's going to hit it out the park. Let's keep mm-hmm. the shit all the way real, yeah. right? Not everyone is going to have 100 million streaming. Not yeah. everyone going to sell 20 million records. So what about the ones that maybe just doing a little something, right? Yeah. Like in SAG. You don't have to be Denzel right. to have insurance plan. You just gotta, you either gotta make a minimal or you just pay some monthly, sh- mm-hmm. um, yearly thing, whatever, and you part of SAG and you got health insurance. These OGs is looking at it like, man, yo, I remember when I was pulling in 50 racks a night, 70 mm-hmm. racks a night, right. thinking it's gonna last forever, and now I don't have anything to go to, no one to turn to, mm-hmm. right? Can you imagine being hot for like 10 years and then you gotta go trying to find a job? Yeah. It's hard. This shit is hard, man. Worst yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Worst yeah. nightmare. So that's why they feel, I think, you know, this. Now that doesn't give an excuse because, listen, gotta lay in the bed you make, right? It's just how it is. You should find a way to figure this shit out. Like I said to you, mm-hmm. I figured it out because I knew I was on, on the Titanic. And so, because when you have a crew, a group, you gotta, you, you all gotta be in concert. If one person is singing off key, it fucks everything up. So now your life is the, is in that person's hand. If they decide like, man, I ain't going, I don't want to go right with you, I don't want to go left with you. You left holding an empty bag. So I always knew that shit. I was like, yo, just in case. Because I have a but feeling. Why, but why did you actually feel you was on something that wasn't going to work for years? Like why? Like because you know? Because I'm. I'll be honest with you, right? 
I never thought, like, you know, I, me, Trash, Capone, we just sat down. I just thought we would be together for forever. What? You know, it, it didn't make me feel like I have to or I'm going to do something on my own till I found something wrong. Mm. But you're saying prior to that, you're saying prior, you're saying just even when y'all was that, at the happiest moment, you felt like he was on something that's going to So let me say this to you. So here's, here's what success means, right? Mm-hmm. All success is, it just amplifies who that individual is really is. Already. Mm-hmm. So meaning like, if I'm a quiet person uh-huh. and I become super rich, I'm going to become a hermit. Mm-hmm. If hermit, I'm a at hermit crab? No, a hermit means somebody who's just secluded, stay, secluded yeah. somewhere. Okay. Right. So that's what they call hermit crab, right? Because yeah. that's why they call oh, it. Oh, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, yeah, you're I'm, right, you're I'm, right. I'm, I'm simplistic. Right, okay. <laughs> if you an asshole, if you're a small asshole, oh, you're going to be a big, big asshole. asshole. You're going to be a bigger fucking asshole. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of like, because when I was in college, I studied psychology, right? But that doesn't make me a psychoanalysis expert. I just kind of like. Understood. Kind of does. Had okay. an understanding. A little bit. Sounds like you're analyzing a lot, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw the traits of like, mm, this shit is kind of crazy over here. Meaning, meaning, because at the end of the day, like, like I mean, honestly, I'm just trying to be as human mm. as possible. And this is just human. If I'm looking at the person to the right of me and I'm looking at the person to the left of me, right? And we're all broke. Right? I don't know if that's your case. Yeah, we're all were broke, 100%. But, but what I'm saying is, if I'm looking like a pawn and I'm looking at trash, mm-hmm. and I'm saying, okay, boom. Trash can be uh, 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 or enlightened, a couple, but I think that I know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Capone, I know who he is. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a part where you just knew that. No, it's not that. Okay. okay, so think of it like this. Money and power mm-hmm. is not meant for everyone. Because I've never had the money and power you guys had, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> no, because so- I've had, and what I mean is, like, <clears throat> I've went platinum, I've went four times gold, but I've never went 23 million. So let me give you an example. Across the world. When I say like power, this, and I'm this, not even, I don't think... The type of power you're talking about, I might not be able to okay, so I'm not even, to. Okay, I, well, so I'm actually as a student right now, and I'm going to sit back and listen. No, I'm just saying, so what happens is, for example, so in 05, I met Obama, right? Somebody introduced me to President Obama. God well, at that there? time, he was Senator Obama. <laughs> now, I'm just giving you an example. Okay. I'm going to give you two quick examples. In Chicago. Chicago. So then Obama, 06, about 07, he makes the announcement. Sorry, 06, he makes the announcement. We all knew him. We started to support him, whatever, get the grassroots going on. He becomes president. He was a guy who, now the most powerful man on land, whatever, he still pretty much was, now things gonna change, obviously, right? right? There's things that he's not gonna be able to do that he did when he was a junior senator. But the essence of who he is Stay intact Now, I had another friend of mine He knows who this guy is She knows who he is This guy named Sweet Mickey A.K.A. Michelle Martelli The president Okay, president I may become president of Haiti Facts So This dude 
because he wasn't used to that kind of power. Bro, power is like a drug. I put it like this to you. If you have a hot fucking record, try performing, let me tell you something, in front of 100,000 people where you drop this record and everybody know that song, I promise you, wings gonna come from your back and you're gonna think you can fly. Can't wait. That's the power, right? So when you're getting all of these people who are enamored by you, who are like, oh my God, you this, you this, it does something to the psyche. Mm -hmm. Not everyone can handle it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to you? So I knew and felt, yeah, this ain't gonna end well, but it's all good because it's a journey. I'm all about the journey, mm-hmm. right? Not so much about the end, but I knew I had to make sure my end is gonna be secure. So I'm gonna go through all the bullshit because I love journeys. Because that's what makes characters, mm-hmm. right? So I was with it, but I knew day one. And, and I'm, I'm good. I thought it was still a great experience, despite. Now, would have I wish things would have been different? Yeah, of course. Why not? Listen, I would have loved. If you win a championship, you're gonna want to win a couple more championships. Oh yeah, right. We love five. <clears throat> right. One but, ain't enough. One is not enough. But hey, do you know the average person who gets in can't even say they gotta win? So mm-hmm. I'm good. <laughs> the average person who's in, not even the average person, the average person who's in the game mm-hmm. can't even get one. Mm-hmm. Now think about it. the average person who's in the game is above everybody else because they got the game. It's like an NBA. The nigga who's riding the bench is actually a hot nigga. He just came, he just ain't hot enough to play on the court, but he's hotter than everybody else who ain't in the game. Mm-hmm. But he's riding the bench. He probably never dribbles the ball, even at practice. But he hot. <laughs> and that nigga never dribbles the ball. And he's above average. Mm-hmm. As far as everybody else. You understand what I'm saying to you? No, you? You broke that down crazy. Mm-hmm. You broke that down crazy. Goddamn. Let's, let's make some noise from the rich prize. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. That's the thing. You know, you know, not, 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 you know, you know, that's the beautifulest thing about you is how happy you are. It's the one thing me and EFN said to each other. We said, yo, and, and um, I seen you at the Global Spinner. Right, 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 right. And when we seen each other, we was like, yo, Pras, he looks just so sober. <laughs> are we supposed to invite him? <laughs> like, it's, you look just so sober and just so focused. Yeah. Like we didn't know we would we'd be disrupting your your view. <laughs> now, have you always been sober? Always been, yeah, I've never smoked a drink in my whole entire life. Yeah. That's why I, that's why to be honest with you, when I first heard about this, and I, and, and obviously, you know, you'll give a shout out, you'll be like, yo, Fuji's the best band. You know, my people come to me. Yeah, my people be like, yo, no, we gave you a shout out. So I'm like, oh shit, that's hot, whatever. But I knew like when you when I when you invited me, I was just like, man, what the fuck I'm gonna talk about on this yeah. show? Because I don't drink, right? I don't smoke. I'm on this shit. Like I'm definitely on my money shit, getting the bag. But at the right. same time, you know, I'm not on no fuck nigga shit. You see right. what I'm saying to you? No, neither are we. No, no, I'm not saying that. But I'm just no. saying like I think there's an audience that probably want to hear 
maybe something else and not so much on nah. some intellectual shit. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Notice we ain't ask you none of those questions. That's not what we do over okay, here. Okay, okay. We respect hip hop over here. I don't know if you know that. Oh, uh, I know that. Yeah, I know. Respect no, respect hip hop no. over here. You're gonna make some noise for that. Like I said to you, man, I can't, and this is no fake shit. Right. How could we not be happy, man, as black people? Mm. You're part of the culture. Mm. Everybody was there. I'm just saying the mm. culture, right? Mm. What we have accomplished, man. Right. What is feeding our families, yes. man. Yes. That's How could you not part. be happy? Yes. Yeah, we got some days, man. Shit's fucked up. You, bro, you know how many times I feel like pulling out guns, man, and busting my shit, you know? I don't have any guns, but I'm just saying, if yeah. I had a gun, I would bust my shit. But still, what is there to be angry about? Right. Like I, I, I just can't be angry, man. I'm, I'm just, I just can't be angry. That's a I'm grateful, man. I'm so fucking blessed. I pray three times a day, but I'm not Muslim. Right. But I pray three times a day because God is so, what he's done. And, yeah. and, and, and by the way, let me say this to you. Let's look at, and without getting deep into it, but then let's look at the blacks and our culture who's not as fortunate was getting killed by cops who are being marginalized, can't afford health insurance, gotta fucking go on the hustle cause when they could be doing something else, right? Yeah. Think about all of that shit. And yeah. we here, we made it, yo. We, by the way, we're not Einstein. Right. We're not that fucking smart. We just made a couple good moves and got a little bit of luck and we were able to Keep our nose clean to a certain extent and while, while we here. We in Hollywood Hills, B. Look yeah. at the fucking view right there. God damn it, two days in Prime. We at the Lowell office. This you is my people's right you here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. these people, Lowell. God damn it. Yeah. And look, by the way, this is a black man. Yes, mm-hmm. facts. A black man who got this beverage popping. It's a yeah. black man who got oh, headphones going on. It's like, Come on, bro. This right. is us. Right. And it doesn't not... make us anti-anything for no. being pro. No, stop. Uh, Yo, bro, uh, listen. Yeah. My new theme is this for the black culture. Right. We got to go where we celebrate it and not tolerate it. That's Fuck correct. Fuck being tolerated now. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That should be, that's the standard. That's, 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 that's what it got to be. And, and, and listen, and that's not a racial thing. That's real shit. Like if if I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna go to somewhere where somebody's gonna celebrate me, and they're gonna sit down and say, Nori, we love what you guys represent, blah, 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 and then these other people on this other side, they don't want to, and they're considered the people that's of our culture. I'm not doing that. I'm fucking with the people who's fucking with me. Hundred percent. Damn. And that 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 is not racial. No, that is not that, that, is, that is feelings. Yes, that's vibes. One hundred percent vibes. What you say? Vibes. Let's make some noise for vibes. I don't give a fuck. What 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 that that you know? And um, let me big up to my friend Charlemagne real quick. I remember us shopping the food show, and um, at one point. I had, you know, these two phenomenal deals, right? God, God bless me for being blessed. I'm sorry. I gotta relax. Nah, <laughs> you could. <laughs> I can relax. You tell me that. But I, I had these two, and then 
I'm going to call Charlemagne. I said, what's up? He said, I like to do business with people who like to do business with me. Mm. Very simple. But it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. What he just said. And it reminds me of, you know, while we're at the Lowell's office right now, is because it's crazy. Prior to me even meeting these people, I was buying their product. That's how the universe works? That's how the universe works. Mm-hmm. You know what they say? And I like to do business with people. They say... Who'd like to do business with me? Put it out to... It's fucking fantastic. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Somebody should have filmed that. Wrote it down. Oh my God. I gave y'all some Gandhi shit. Right there. You can have it. I'm so sorry. I'm no, no, no. It's the universe. You, yes, know, you put it out of the universe, it's going to conspire for you. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, shit, we did this for free. Now, uh, now I'm talking about chance. before the six months. Yes, tell them. We, did, we were doing Sirius XM. We were doing XM before the merger, Sirius XM, right. out of our studio mm. for years, for free. But you know what's so funny? This is what I tell everyone. First, do what you love. Right. That mm-hmm. money's going to come. I agree with you. If you chasing that bag first, it's, never it's gonna not going to come, yo. It's you got to do what you love. That's already blocking the bag. Love. Now you like yeah. in the, yeah. you no, on fire why. right now. Yeah. It's you know 100%. It's 100%. When you do, but, but, but that's, but, uh, I agree 1, one million percent, but it's, it's your heart. When you follow the love from your heart, mm. yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it's going to follow. Right. It's gonna follow, but uh, most people is bozo. Yo, Zoe Dallas, where you going, man? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom too, but I've been holding my it's shit for a long time, my brother. I feel like you should get a, you know, finish it out. Take a picture, take a picture. Oh, come on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check. Yeah, we're about to be done, but listen. I'm not leaving. I wanna appreciate you guys. First of all, I wanna appreciate Prize for Prize. You know, um, OG. Yeah. OG. Uh, uh, continue to just to just be who you are. Like like when I seen you at uh, the uh, Global Spin Awards. Global Spin Awards, and we seen you. Uh, we were nervous. <laughs> you know, we were nervous. Yesterday, what? Right? Yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. No, but we were nervous two days ago. Yeah. We was nervous to invite you. And we said, damn, he don't look like he drink anything. Like, and we're like, damn, how can we invite him to drink champs? And he looked, and he, I don't. I think you said. You didn't invite me. And I said, I said, you crazy. You're 100 million percent welcome, but you were just so focused. Like, how can a person be in this game 20 years and still have the focus face as you? Because at a blink of an eye, you can lose it all. Mm. Amen. It's a slow clap. Let the church say amen. Slow clap. So what do you do? You sit around and you just become. No, I mean, listen. I I don't want people thinking like I'm a monk or anything like that. Um, but monk, monk, monk is not frowned upon over here. But continue. No, but I, I just <laughs> look. I, listen, man. I, I I go to Haiti. I've been to. I was in Iraq two years ago on the borderline with ISIS. I was in North Korea. Been in parts of Africa where. You got a bunch of people who their dream is to one day be able to have a decent meal. Mm. 
That's what they dream about. They don't dream about the, the watch, whips. They don't dream about that. They dream, man, if I can have one decent meal. Yeah. And when you experience that, bro, man, you gotta have some form of humility and say, I'm complaining about my Wi-Fi is too slow. Mm -hmm. I'm complaining because they didn't have a pink Goyard bag at Goyard. I'm I'm, I'm literally writing to them like, yo, how come y'all don't make pink? Yo, like what am I complaining about? Yo, one last thing. I met this guy in Somalia. So peek this. Somalia. Yeah. So he was the, he was a chef for the pipes. He tried to escape this to is, go. Let's be clear. The chef for the pirates in Somalia. Yeah, he was gonna <laughs> that movie you're talking about. What's the movie name? Captain Phil. No, no, Captain Phil. No, but he, he wasn't that chef for the cat, but he just. It wasn't a chef for the cat. No, no, it was like a chef. Yeah, because after cat. Because they had to cook food for the people, right? Go ahead. So, peep this crazy story. Y'all gotta listen to this. Got it. So, he decides he's going to escape because he had his family back in Somalia. They capture him. Mm-hmm. The way they punish him. They cut both of his feet off and sewed them backwards. Oh, damn. So when he walked. This story was going to be funny at some point. He, oh, no, 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 like no, no. I didn't want to do a funny story. <laughs> but but, but yeah. to say, I didn't mean. They, they sewed his feet back. So they took the backwards. right and put it on the left, the left on the right. So when he walks, he got to walk like this because his feet's back, right? And this dude comes, sit down with me. I, I filmed him, right? I was doing a, this documentary on the pirates. It never came out. But what kind of documentary? We need to see this. Yeah, we definitely need to see this documentary. This, this one's not out yet. But, in America. But, but no, but he said something crazy to me. So you did something foul and Skid Row? Yeah. Huh? You yeah. did something worse? Because <laughs> Skid Row. Like, no, this is crazy. This I told you I got kidnapped. But that's a whole different story. No, you didn't tell us. He did. 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 But anyways, no, but that was a totally different story. That wasn't a skip roast. No, that was a skip roast. No, no, that was no, the pirates. The pirates. Okay, right, Somalia. But so I'm sitting down with the chef. I'm sitting down with, just keep going. I'm I'm sitting down with the yeah. chef. And I asked the chef, I said, you knew they were going to capture you, right? He said, of course, because he has to jump off the ship. Swim. Swim ashore and try to run to the village. And everybody in the village is a spy for the pirates because they, they take care of the village. That's how they're able to, mm. when people try to come find the ships, they don't know nothing, nobody know anything, whatever, right? So I said, why you did it? He said, he said, family is the only thing I had. So if they had to cut half of my body, it was all worth it because I got a chance to hold my baby. Now, I'm thinking to myself, wow. So when we sitting here complaining, I'm seeing niggas in the streets on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Bro, listen, I have to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, this road rage I had. I just saw something the other day. Some nigga tried to run a nigga over. His car flipped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw that. I saw it today. Yeah. They tried to hit the dude and the shit flipped right there. <laughs> Yo, like what are you mad about, man? Well, the nigga did spit on him. Okay, but but, nigga, but, but he ended up losing but, that one. Yeah, he, he tried to kill him. He tried to kill him, and yeah. God was like, you know what? Not today. 
you doing this too, too much. You could have yeah. hopped out and beat his ass, right. but you want to kill the man. Yeah, he tried to run him over. Uh, he definitely for, tried to run him but over. But the point I'm saying to you is, so when you see that I'm happy, it's because, like I said, man, there's so many things that makes me happy, like mm-hmm. genuinely happy, and I think that's what's been giving blessing. That's like when I see, you know, Steph, and I see like Joey Dollars, like God bless them. Because when I was coming up, I didn't have that. We didn't have to, to, to look at somebody else and yeah. big them up, right? And, and, and get them that inspiration, right? Saying, okay. We didn't have that, you know. Coming up, as a matter of fact, coming up as the Fuji's, motherfuckers was pretty much shooting shots at us. You know, we're Haitian, what's this thing going on and all that, you know what I mean? So, we, 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 and we've never heard that, I saw that. So, you know, you guys never saw that, we was fighting that internally. Yeah, it's internal. Right, right, right. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's all I gotta say, man. Thank you for having me here. Man, thank you for being here, God damn it. I ain't gonna lie, this is the longest piss I've ever held. Yeah, me too, man. Oh, like, yeah. Please, I don't know where the bathroom is. Please help me out. Oh, no, we gotta take a pic, though. You don't mind. Wait a yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.